ladies and gentlemen it is saturday night so you already know what that means it's a saturday night wrestlemaniacs with the nubian sumo and a man that does not need no introduction see perry the second as you can see Yo, sitting in <laughs> Yo, what's good? It's your man C. Perry II, uh, uh, one of the four hosts of the Straight to Tape podcast. Uh, which you go? Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Let's well, let's well, say well, it. Let's well. say it right now. If you go uh, say it. Say it right. The Mister Fantastic. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> of yeah, the yeah. Fantastic Four of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get it right. Let me get it right. <laughs> yes, I am. My name is C. Perry Elysia II. I am the Mr. Fantastic of Podcasting's Fantastic Four, straight to tape, uh, which you can normally catch on Sundays, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Facebook Live and on Twitch. Uh, we will be back on the air on October the 3rd, okay? So, you know, but happy to be sitting in uh, with my, uh, with my uh, Saturday Night WrestleManiac family and gentlemen. Gentlemen, 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 I'm going to make a promise, okay? I will keep my clothes on. And speaking of which, that is great. The People's <laughs> Choice Don Rodriguez is on special assignment. He was called up by Chippendales. He is opening down at Magic City for, uh, what's the, um, wait, uh, Brenda and the Butt Naked Drill Team and Nikki and Blue Flame. He's opening up for them tonight. <laughs> So he will be touring the South with his strip show for the next week. Mm. Well, yo, 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 I Don. Hear, I hope to hear nothing about that when he comes back. How about yo, that? yo, Don, yo, Don? Uh, enjoy, enjoy them coins. And I do mean literally coins. Yeah, hey. pennies, nickels, and dimes. Mm. Look, it's one thing to make it hail, and I mean make it storm in the club. But hey, when when we make it hell and they thought start throwing quarters, boy, you know yeah, you're doing exactly, something. Exactly, exactly. But see, exactly. wait, wait, you gotta go to them older clothes. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you got you gotta go to the older with the older lady so they can throw 50 cent pieces at you. Don't talk about my baby. He's not here to defend himself. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. As, as much shit as he talks about me when I'm not on the show. Mm-hmm. Oh no, he he gets no yeah. cut cards today. Nah, yeah, look, look, look no fucks given. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man, be happy, make it hell, get your change, <laughs> bro. All right, okay. I can only so, imagine. Um, what song he came out to though that's all i'm gonna say oh yeah he, he probably came out to john cena <laughs> i ain't gonna say nothing do, I'm, gonna do, do, and, do. I'm gonna go ahead and open this and up he was, and he was singing it himself too he had the mic <laughs> 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 okay so um wait we, we, gonna, we, we hold on What's up? What's up? We got a special guest joining us. What? None ah, other than ah, Mr. No, Victor Andrews. Can, 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 yo, hey, yo, look, this is my man, Victor Andrews, Mr. Everything. Uh, now, one of the things we were going to talk about tonight was the uh, black, uh, the black wrestling's uh, top 500. Okay. And this, my man, uh, Vic. What number are you on that list, my brother? 
This year, I am number 197. Oh! Congratulations, sir. Number 286. I moved up almost 100 uh, notches, so I'm going to keep climbing that ladder, brother. Keep climbing that ladder. What's going on, brothers? All right, good, good to, man. Look, good to have you on the show, man. Good to look, have you. Look, y'all gotta understand. You gotta understand, okay? I love this. I love this brother right here. Me and him go. When I mean we go way back, we go. We 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 go way back. I watched him from the beginning of his wrestling career and taking his wrestling journey, and just to see the growth and and where he's at now, man. Look, hey, the hey, truth. Hey, you you you're doing yourself injustice. Perry is the reason why I had my first, very first wrestling match in North Carolina. Legit. He is the reason why I had my very first. I always give the man credit where credit's due. Uh, him and my homeboy, Sean, they've been good friends for a very long time. Shout out to Sean Dudley. Yeah, I moved to uh, North Carolina from New Jersey. I had a couple of shows up there. I moved here, tried to find my way around. I ain't know nobody. I ain't know nothing. Perry was like, yo, I know a guy who runs a show. It's called Gouch. He linked me up with Brock, and that's the start of my wrestling career in North Carolina. So, for you, man, I'm telling you, I'll still be sitting in the house twiddling my thumbs trying to figure out which way to go. Man, look, it, it, it was nothing. I mean, look, look, we look, we were doing this independent movie, okay, and we were just sitting around kicking it. And you know, he was, you know, he was, you know, Vic was telling me he wrestled, right? And I was like, you know, he was just looking for, you know, an end. And I was like, look. I know a cat. Let me call him. Let me, t- you know, let me see. Let, let me see if I can turn you on. Him. So I call. I call Grog. Shouts out to uh, Count Grog. Uh, of you know the, the 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 man of gouge wrestling, and he said, "Hey, yo, go in and give him my number." gave him, gave him his number. Vic called him, and Vic and and dude was like, "Yo, what you do? What was it like what you doing this weekend?" Yep. Went down first match, and you know, it, it, and it's been it's been a climb ever since, man. And I, you know, know what? Mm-hmm. I want to say it was probably maybe ten years ago that happened. Mm-hmm. It's like it was, 10, 10, it was ten, ten years, years ago. ago. Yep. And now I am the Gouch Junior Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. Ten yes, years, sir. brother. Ten years, and it all started because you you made that call. You put that plug in. So appreciate you, Barry. I mean, like I said, bro, anytime, anytime. But look, look, look. How? I mean, ten years, okay? Ten years. I mean, look. If you can, bro, just tell people about the grind, man. Tell people about the grind. Tell them where you, you know, from the first time that you wrestle, you know, first time that you stepped in the gouge ring, and where has you know where has this past ten years taken you? Well, shoot. Actually, I've been in wrestling business for 12 years. I started in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I did two years up there. And Wait, I moved you trained by who? Trained by who? Uh, I trained up there with Lady Lee. Then I went, I moved to North Carolina. I was trained by C.W. Anderson. And now now I'm training C.W. Anderson. Ah. Was, yeah. Like, we, we do the MMA stuff. We do the boxing. Uh-huh. So I showed him a little bit of that. You know, how to mix it up really, really tight in the ring. Uh, shoot, man. Since, since the moment that you gave me that opportunity or, or linked me with God, I've been on Ring of Honor. I've been on WWE. I've had opportunities with Impact. Uh, I've been on NXT. Man, I've been all over the place, man. I've been all over the U.S. I've been in the ring with Billy Gunn. I've been in the ring with Rick, uh, with the Rock and Roll Express. Mm-hmm. I've been in the ring with Mr. Hughes. Man, I, man, listen. 
it's been a blessing since since day one. It's been a blessing, bro. Hey, but you know, I always gotta bring this up. Okay, now you were in the ring with the Almighty Bobby Lashley. Can y'all <laughs> tell the folks? Can y'all tell the folks uh, about that experience in the ring with Bobby Lashley? Even better yet, what were you to Bobby Lashley? <laughs> that this this situation always comes up, but you know what? It was a big moment. I appreciate mm -hmm. it. I made good money. I was on TV. I got to do something stupid on TV, which is amazing anyway. I was Bobby Lashley's sister. So it was a segment where Sami Zayn invited Bobby Lashley's sisters onto That's the show. Well, I know your ass. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting here. I'm like, where do I recognize you from? I was yeah, like, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's so, it. All right. You know, Sami Zayn invited his sisters to the show. Sammy right. Part of the story of how everything went down. And uh, sorry, guys, I had a call. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. You're good. All right, hold on. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you're yeah. good. You're good. You're good. Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was a segment where you know Sami Zayn invited invited us to the to the show to pretend to be his sisters so we could jump on him. And uh, we actually did. We jumped on him for a little bit, but mm -hmm. I mean, he's the almighty Bobby Lashley for a reason. He he laid out all three of us. Yeah. Chase Sammy Zayn away. I took a big spine buster, one of the biggest spine busters on WWE history. Uh, they still talk about it to this day. In fact, Robbie Brookside just talked to one of the guys, one of the local guys that went up for the tryout in <clears throat> Vegas a couple of weeks ago. And he remembered me from that segment. That segment has been at least four years ago. So... I'm making some moves, man. Making some waves out here. Yep. Look, look man, we definitely look definitely proud of you. Yo, what you got going on? Yo, I know we talked earlier, but you know, man, what on, you got going second. on? You right, sound right, really right. low right now. I do. I do. What about now? I what think about it's now? Because because um, of that phone call that came in. All right. Yeah, you're you're, you're fine. I'm, a, I'm gonna go out and come back in. Okay. All right, give me one second. All right, do that. Do that. Okay. All right, y'all slipped one in on me. Yeah, but that's what's up, though. That's what's up. To, I like that. To, I like to. that. Yeah, I, I, I like will that. say this. Perry Perry made my morning this morning. He, <laughs> that, that call this morning made my morning. I will say that. <laughs> I can hear you guys better. You hear me? Yes, yes sir. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Perfect. Okay. What was you saying, Perry? You was asking a question? Uh, yeah, I, dude, look. Um, like I said, 10 years in... Um, look, as a black wrestler, okay, as, as, as a black wrestler, what you know, I just want you to tell the people the important, the importance, okay, of representation in this business, especially you know, is you know, especially as a as a black man, because one, you know, to to have a list like black wrestlers, okay, to have that list to you know to show people, look. There's a lot of great talent, a lot of great talent of color out there. All right. Mm -hmm. You know, as a, you know, as a, as a black wrestler, you know, what do you feel your responsibility is, you know, as it relates to being out there growing and showing, you know, and showing people, especially showing kids that, you know, want to do this in the future that you can do it. Man, I, I could give you the commercial answer and say, oh, you know, it's this and this and this. My, my main answer is my son. If anybody's mm -hmm. following me, you guys know that my son go to every mm -hmm. show. He's my manager. 
He's six years old. He's been in wrestling business for two years, trained himself. And for him to for him to see me doing what I'm doing, follow what I'm doing, uh, every little thing that I do, he he wants to match it. I can go out there and pick up trash off the ground, and, he, and he's like, Daddy, when I grow up, I want to I want to pick trash off the ground because you did it. So that's that's my biggest thing is is representing my son, showing him, you know, somebody to look up to, somebody to, you know, a- admire. You know, nobody out in the streets, none of these rap artists. You know, it is what it is. You know, to each his own. He has me. You know what I mean? I, I didn't have my father growing up, but he has me. That's so that's my, my biggest thing. And, and a lot of love, like the commercial answer, it is for a lot of all of these kids out in the streets. I grew up in Brownsville. Man, my only two options was to be a sanitation worker or a drug dealer. I'm neither one of those things. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a superstar. I've been on TV. I've been in magazines. I've been in movies. I got a series out right now. I'm, I'm doing some really positive things. And as a black male coming from Brownsville and Brooklyn, New York, that's that's a big thing. That's that's huge. That's huge because, like I said, the only two options was a sanitation worker or a drug dealer. I made it. Out, I made it out of the, the the norm. I made it out of narrative. I created my own narrative. Narrative. So exactly. Exactly. You know that's what, that's what that's a big thing. One of the greatest things I I really appreciated probably like a year ago mm-hmm. was when. Uh, the hurt business was together, and they and not the fact that they held all the titles, but the fact they were through they were four black men, black fathers, representing black culture, nine out here juking and jiving, nine out here trying to be thugs, you know, gangsters or, or walking around stealing stuff like you know, shout out to crime time, nothing against them, but the hurt business was a pure representation of the culture. They were they were professional, they dressed. They dress professional. They have suits. They carry themselves in a very high manner, and that's the way we're supposed to be. We're supposed to carry ourselves in a high manner because that's what we are. We are kings out here, and pretty soon, once we get our powers, we'll be gods out here. So exactly. let's let's exactly. carry ourselves in such. Man, look, uh, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Are you at a show right now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I just finished the match. I beat the crap out of a guy, and beat the crap out of another guy, and then. The first guy decided to get his revenge and hit me with the chair. So, I got a little yo, headache now. <laughs> yo, 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 man, yo. If nightstick, if nightstick anywhere around there, man, hit him, uh, slap him in the head. Okay, just, just slap just, him in the head. Just, I definitely will. Just, just slap owe, him in the head. I owe him a couple slaps in the head. He keeps, <laughs> he keeps dodging me. I keep telling him, yo, let me and you in the ring. He keeps dodging me. He keeps running. So, yo, man, do me a favor. Tell the folks where they can find you at on social media. Oh, absolutely. The easiest way to get to all my social media is go to my website, www.dvictorandrews.com. That's www.thevictorandrews.com. And if you don't know how to get to the website or if that website happened to me down because I haven't updated in a long time, uh, my Twitter, my Instagram is I'm underscore Mr. Everything. That's I am underscore m-r-e-v-r-y-t-h-i-n-g word word look ladies and gentlemen (laughs) it's the man mr everything victor andrews my brother thank you for coming through okay uh you know thank you for chopping it up with uh with saturday night uh wrestlemaniacs uh you know i follow you all the time and i hope i was able you know hope we were able to you know expose some cats to to you and 
you know, get some get some other followers. I'm telling you, this man doing big things. I mean, like I said, I've been around this cat for a long time. He's always doing big things. He's going to continue to do big things. And anytime you want to come through, bro, I think KG already got your connections. If he doesn't, we'll get them from um, Perry. And you are invited back anytime you feel like, bro. Anytime you want to come through, let us know. I appreciate it, fellas. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm actually getting ready to get on the road in a second. Mm. I got to drive out to New Jersey. I got three matches in New Jersey defending the UPWA mm. Heavyweight Championship. So I got I got three contenders that want to come and take my title. But it ain't happening. Exactly. Exactly. Well, they call me the wrestling machine for a reason. My energy does not deplete. So if you don't knock me out in the first 30 seconds, you're in trouble, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell, tell you a little something about me, okay? I've been a wrestler. I, I grew up in North Carolina. Okay, I've, I've been a wrestling fan since 1974. Mm. I'm 50 years, I'm 51 years old. Okay, I'm gonna tell you, just like I would tell anybody else, any other wrestler, I don't care, indie, starting out, veteran, whatever. I appreciate what you do, brother, and I want you to continue doing what you're doing. All right, and I will be keeping up with you from now on. And I, 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 anything you need from me or the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs, you got it. Okay, that's what that's what that's what we here for. All I right? appreciate that. I appreciate now, that. Now I got one question for you. What's good? And this is the question I ask everybody their first time here, especially on the WrestleManiacs, presented by the Sideline Junkies. Who's the greatest tag team of all time? Greatest tag team of all time. Hmm. Mm. You got you got to throw that one at me. I have to because it's to prove a point. That's all. It's to prove a point. It's 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 a it's a running situation with this show. You have to answer that question, sir. Rock and Roll Express. I'll take that. I'll At least it's not that. the Killer Bees, Don. We Rock have we have our thir- our usual third says it's the Killer Bees. The Killer Bees. Oh, okay, okay, not bad, but. I gotta run no, with the hey, 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 hey. Don't condone that shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't condone that. Don't condone that. No, no. We we're not following for the niggardry up in here. We're not having that. Okay. Yeah, Yo, you guys don't mind, you know, check me out. I got a, I got a series out called Shift Differential. It's on YouTube, ah. it's on TV, it's on Amazon Prime. Yo, check it out if you don't mind. And I'm gonna give you guys a gem. You ready? You ready for this? Mm-hmm. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews, and you guys are on live and watching the Wrestle Maniacs. Get right or catch a right. Ah. Little, little sound drop, little video drop for you guys, but I'm going to go ahead and get ready, get packed up. I'm going to get on this road. You guys be safe. I appreciate y'all. Perry, I love you, brother. Appreciate you, you bro. so much. Safe travels, Yo, man. Safe, safe travels, travels, my man. Safe travels, all right? All right, guys. Later on, man. Thank you. That was good. That's good. That's some good <laughs> shit right there, buddy. Pulled that over on James. Yeah, because I knew nothing about that. I knew nothing about yeah. that. And now, you know what that deserves? <laughs> Ooh. Are you serious? Ooh. That's who's sponsoring you tonight? Oh, wow. Oh, hell yeah! Oh. <laughs> All 
that's who's sponsoring you tonight. What you say? I, I wanted to ask you. I wanted to ask you before Vic came, before Vic flowed through. What you smoking on? I am smoking on the CAO Brasilia Select. Mm, nice, nice, nice. All right. Well, let me get my sponsorship out the way before we get into the guts of the show. Yeah. Right? Well, one, you see, I'm drinking, right? So, uh, and this is like become this has become one of my favorite bourbons. All right, it's a uh, it's a craft bourbon actually. Uh, Woodenville, the guy that runs the guy that owns the uh, liquor store up here, mm -hmm. one of the popular liquor stores called Lax, did mm -hmm. a tasting with the Woodenville rep today on Facebook Live. Yeah, I mean they're they're, they're Virginia based, so yeah. Oh, and, and and because because I don't smoke in the studio, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, when we done mm -hmm. with the show, it's about that southern draw seizures. Oh yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, I've become a uh, southern draw has become uh, my new go to brand. Okay, I love the Jacobs ladder. Uh, I That's just my favorite yeah, right there, I love yeah. the Jacobs ladder. The kudzu is amazing. It's a real real smooth. Uh, it's smooth. It's a meat. It's a medium. Uh, the uh, you know the uh, the, the taste is mainly uh, combination that you know it, it's light spice, but combination of like cocoa and coffee. It's like it's really smooth, really smooth. So, oh yeah, yeah. So who sponsored? Yeah. I got a question for both of you. I think I asked you this before, James. When you talk <laughs> about cigars, uh, I think James, you said you never had one. Have you ever had a a, a chewy by Sonny Jurgensen, the SJ nine? I've heard of it, but I've, I've never yeah, had I've one. never had it, no. Okay, because they say the same flavor from when you spark it, you chew on it, you get the same flavor. Interesting. So, you know, when like let's say you stand at a hotel and it's a smoke-free campus. Mm -hmm. So you get the SJ9 Chewy, you know, you sit there and you just have your drink, get your chew in it. Kind of chew on it while you right. instead, of, instead of lighting it. Yeah, 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 I get it. So okay. my sponsorship for tonight is uh one of my favorite brands it's a very tasty beverage um arizona sweet tea you know it's very very good um it was a dollar i like the can prefer it over the bottle um okay, okay. I, my wife has to wait one of my braids is sticking up so my wife has to fix it hold on <laughs> she doesn't like my braids to stick up while we um while we on air right so, right i'm she's she's fixed my braid thank you love <laughs> so okay yeah. well well so i'm not a fan of ipas i've never been a fan of ipas i thought mm -hmm. i've always thought that they had a bad aftertaste but i am here to tell you this is a damn tasty beverage mm, that's i mean that's saying that's saying a lot i mean i, I i'm kind of iffy on ipas as well there's some you know there's there's some that i absolutely love like like Sweetwater 420 you know uh -huh. you know ones like that but you know i'm i'm not too big in the ipas either <laughs> gentlemen can we get yo can we get to this black <laughs> can we get to the black wrestling's uh list real quick yeah definitely definitely okay. we we'll do that do that boom especially, especially since we just had somebody that was on the, exactly. on the list Exactly. exactly exactly uh i mean well i'll say this i mean the top three on the list well yeah actually the top three it's hard for me not to uh 
co-sign. I mean, I, I got to co-sign the top three. Number one on the list is Trisha Dora. Okay. Uh, Trisha Dora, the pan African uh, champion. World diaspora. Yep. The world. Yep. Exactly. Yep. The world diaspora champion. Um, yeah, pan African world diaspora wrestling champion. Yeah. That's the full uh, name of it. Yeah. And uh, look, her in ring, her in ring is incredible. Okay. Uh, I mean, real technical, you know, real technically, technically sound wrestling. Um, I'm glad she's finally getting her a little bit of shine now. Cause you know, she's, uh, she's in the, um, uh, ring of honors, uh, women's, women's, uh, women's, yeah, women's yeah. title tournament. Exactly. And, 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 she I had, hope it, and she had that big match against Tootie Lynn, uh, mm-hmm. right before she got into, right before Tootie Lynn got into, um, NWA and power. So that was yeah. that's on YouTube and that's gotten a lot of views on that. So yeah, that was a very good match between. It was the first ever all black woman's Iron Man match. So yeah, yeah. if you if you the YouTube and you haven't seen it, you need to look it up. Trisha Dora versus Tootie Lynn. And look, Trisha Dora is someone that is going to be getting a a, a major look from the major front, you know, from the major promotions and, uh, well-deserved, well-deserved, yes. uh, number, yeah. Number two on the list. Uh, another one that, you know, I, I, I can't say no to it. It's Bobby Lashley. All right. right. Uh, this is the biggest year, uh, for, you know, this has been the biggest year and the best WWE run that Bobby Lashley has had and yes. rightfully so and deservingly so. Right. Okay. You're right. You're right. Uh, yes. I, I mean, this is even better than him being in Impact. I mean, he he had a very big showing and a very big run in Impact, especially when he was with MVP. And I would and the, main, the main thing I was going to say the you know the the thing that's comparable is the fact that his best work. That Bobby Lashley's best work in his career has been side by side with MVP. There's yes. a reason for that. Yeah, there there's is a reason yeah. for that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and and no, MV, and, MVP just has a way of bringing people out. I mean, mm-hmm. him, him with Bobby Lashley, him with Kenny King, mm-hmm. him with um 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 uh not Cedric Dude. Alexander. Who's the other one? No, uh, you can say with, with Cedric well, and Sheldon. Not, Sheldon, Sheldon Benjamin, yeah. when they were over in Japan and tag yeah. teaming together, you know, yeah, it, I mean, something. Uh, he, he as good as great a wrestler as MVP was. I mean, as a mentor and a and a in a management position, he's just as good. Perfect I mouthpiece. Yeah, perfect, perfect mouth, mouthpiece. Yeah. Perfect mouthpiece. And now number three on the list is one of my favorites. Okay, uh, I'm looking forward to. The main event of uh, art of uh, Game Changer Wrestling's uh, Art of War Games, uh, and mainly because this man is in the main event, and that's uh, AJ Gray. All right, uh, stiff, hard hitting, believable action in the ring, and one of the best, if not the best, ring entrances in the business. Okay. He could, uh, there, there was a GCW show, uh, in, um, Detroit two nights ago. All right. And if, if, 
if whenever look, whenever you guys get a chance, if you've not been exposed to AJ Gray, uh, somebody that should be that should be in one of the majors right now, right? Uh, you got to see his ring interest. You got to see his ring interest. He uh he he comes to he comes to the ring uh to walk a flock of flames. Um uh let me do it. Uh and the crowd is so hyped when when Waka's music comes on and the verse the, the the beginning of the verse the, the you know the crowd is you know just just like you know just like you hear on Wednesday nights when they start singing Judas and, and the way they're starting to do it with cult of personality hearing a whole crowd spit Waka and then him then then AJ coming to coming to the ring spitting it too the energy energy is is, is freaking incredible okay so uh definitely you know definitely somebody keep your eye on now i'm gonna be honest with you i i know number four was lee moriarty and i and i am familiar with his work okay yes i've been watching him lately too he's been he's been picking up um in the independent scene he's been doing some work with AEW. uh i've seen him in ring of honor he i've seen him in a few different independents uh um, um mlw so he's getting around pretty well right now. So yeah, but he—I would not have put him four. Yeah, that's I would a little not high have, for me. I, I would not have put him four. Um, and the guy that finished at number seven, to me, is someone that deserves to be in the top five. Definitely. Top five, and Definitely. that's Jonathan Gresham. That's yeah, the well, pure. We'll get, that's we'll, the, we'll get yeah, to him. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number five, Rich Swan, another deserving one. A uh, great, you know. Uh, he's had a great run in Impact. Uh, had a, you know had some great matches uh, with Kenny Omega. Okay, uh, deservingly. I know. You, I know you hate <laughs> you hate the ring entrance. Okay, uh, you hate the ring entrance. Okay, I know. But uh, once you get past once you get past the ring entrance, once you actually look at his promo work, and once you look at his in ring. You know, Rich Swan. I can't get past the ring is, interest. I can't it, get past uh, word about his, his mic's his, his work on, his work on the mic. I can't stand it. I can't. I can't. I just oh, leave Don's boy alone. That's Baltimore all day, baby. Yeah, that's Baltimore all day. I'm gonna let him have him too. Uh, okay. Number number six on the list uh, was last year's number one, Bianca Belair. Sorry, no, nah, I meant I mean, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks right. I apologize. Sasha Banks. Um, no, this is the right spot for this is the right spot for Sasha. Yeah, okay? I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I, I agree. You know, okay, it's, where, it's do you, right where, where do you think she should have been? I think Sasha and uh Bianca should flip because Bianca she's had the world of wrestling right here in the palm of her hand for a year and a half. Everybody, yeah. everybody's yeah, been waiting. But, but, you gotta you gotta give props to Sasha and that title run that she had. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, yes. But I just think Bianca's title run was a little bit better. But I mean that's creative, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> that's creative. Okay. Uh number seven, Jonathan Gresham, uh, who I one feel my, should be high much my, higher, much mm, higher. Mm, mm, one of my favorites mm. out there, and he's been for a while. I mean, for him to for him to have come from where he came from. 
Mm-hmm. As and the, the stature of him, I mean, he's one of the shorter wrestlers in the business. He five foot four. Five, five four. foot four. I mean, and doing what he does. I mean, for him to have the to be the caliber of wrestler that he is, and for him to bring back pretty much rebirth uh revitalize the Ring of Honor Pure Championship, mm-hmm. which is a dead championship. He took a dead two division. years. He took two years in Ring of Honor and brought that and made that bring that title back. And now he and now he's on like a 12, 13 title uh, reign run, title uh, defense run. And every match has been a different outcome. Mm-hmm. Every match. And I will say this. He's a damn good gentleman in real life. Yeah, we got. Uh, never mind. I ain't going to put you out in front of company. <laughs> Oh no, I already know. Yo, remember, I've been on this show before. No, I already know. I yeah, already I, know, okay? I, I know. I know you know. I know, I know you know, right? but so, you know, yeah. you know. Gresham's a good dude, man. He's a good dude. I, I didn't mark out when I when I saw him. I ain't, I was like, ego. And just I just left, you know. I, and then I called uh, uh James and Don. I was like, I just met Gresham. <laughs> but I didn't mark out when I seen him. But he's he's a good dude. He's a real good dude. Very humble. His wife, too. Uh, another talented, uh, one of my favorite wrestlers on one of my favorite wrestlers on the planet right now, as well. Uh, Miss Miss Trish, Miss Trish Parker, aka Jordan Grace. So, uh, number eight, Bianca Belair. You know, we 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 had the discussion portion with Bianca. Uh, major leaps, major leaps for Bianca. Um, cutting her teeth in. Uh, NXT and wrestling some great matches in NXT as well. Uh, and then making the, you know, uh, making that full year jump onto the main roster. And finally them putting the rocket ship on her back and creating history at WrestleMania. The future, we go, the future of the women's division. The bottom, future, bottom, exactly. Bottom line. The future of the business. All right. Yes. Uh, no matter, uh, what buffoonery and effery that took place at SummerSlam. Oh, you can say it. Say it. Say it. I'm trying to be nice, man. I'm trying to be nice. You know I'll, say nah, I'll say it. I'll say it. Go say it. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. 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 Tom nah. Fumery shenanigans and fuckery. <laughs> uh, number nine, Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, I, uh, a little high for me, a bit high. I'll say this. I mean, I thought it was high as well, um, but the potential was all there. Oh, yeah. The potential was oh, yeah. all there. No, I, no, am no. Wait, I am waiting for the face turn because I think, you know, the, the potential of his face turn uh, could, you know, could be, could be huge, could be huge. Uh, number 10 and i've seen him wrestle a couple of times and i am becoming a fan front front man ja yeah definitely definitely a cat that we're going to be seeing i mean i've seen some of his you know i've seen some of his work uh i've seen some of his work you know you know in gcw i've seen some of his work on you know he he has worked um no he, he actually worked uh at aew dark uh, yeah. A couple of weeks ago with Matt Hardy, mm-hmm. uh, the you know the kid cat is talented, and you know once again somebody that you know uh, somebody that will will we'll be seeing and keeping an eye on in the future. Right. Yes. 
right. You want to you want to go through the full you want to go through the full 25. Or you just want to do a little spot check. Oh, yeah, we could go through the whole 25. Yeah. There's some, there's okay. some there's some notable people in here and there's also mm-hmm. some folks that we need to bring to light. So, yes, I, I say go through the 25. Okay, so 11 is Biggie. Goes without saying, hopefully Biggie, you know, will you know, will finally get a good run, uh, a good singles run, you know. Yeah, we think uh, we we have a, we have our theories on the show about what what Biggie is going to end up doing. So yeah. uh, we we we're looking for big things out of Biggie. Uh, number twelve, uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh, the reason, the reason I watch NXT right now. Okay. The reason I watch NXT right now is to see Hit Row. I'm right. still, I'm still, you know, trying to get into Hit Row. I haven't, you know, I've been into them from the jump. I got it. I, you know, I, I got it. I understood it. Okay. And it's, it, it, it's work it, it, to me. It's worked per- perfect. Uh, you know, especially as a uh, swerve finally started to bring out his personality. Okay. See, if I hadn't seen AJ Francis on that other show, the WWE Lost Treasures, mm-hmm. I'd probably be able to get into it more. But you know, that you know, that kind well, of messed I mean, it look, up for me. I look, I've been a Shane Strickland fan since his days in combat zone wrestling. Uh, oh, yeah. since his days and you know, since his days as kill shot in uh you know uh, in Lucha, Lucha Underground. Underground. Uh the that match you know, between him and AR Fox was that that where he went out of Lucha Underground, that was Shoot. that was something else, man. The the match, the match, uh, it, the when he wrestled uh, Matt Riddle for the MLW title in the MLW relaunch and won the MLW title. Right. I mean, I, I mean, to me, you know, Swerve, you know, Swerve is one of those that would you know that would fit in perfectly on the main roster if they treated you know if they treated it properly. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, Fred Yehi, I've dude. I look, look, look. Well, Fred Yehi, I'm gonna tell you right now. I've actually been a fa- I've actually been a fan of this cat for a long time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, wrestling savant, wrestling machine. Yes. Uh, you know. Uh, those that used to watch Evolve, he was excellent in Evolve. Remember uh, right? Catchpoint? Yeah, Catchpoint, exactly. Yeah, I mean, he's um, in a, he's in a, imagine he's in a faction with Rhett, Matt Riddle. Mm-hmm. He's in a faction with uh, who's 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 the uh, Timothy, Timothy Thatcher. Timothy Thatcher. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking about the one that's with um, Otis right now. Who is he? What's his name? Are you talking about with, uh, with Chad? Chad. Uh, yeah. Chad. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Not with Otis. Uh, the one from Philly. The guy from Philly. Dang, I can't think of his name. Man, I, can't, I can't think of his name right now. But I'm, um, I'm drawing a blank. Okay. But um, yeah, Catch Point was Catch Point was a group of Tracy Hot Sauce, Tracy Williams, Tracy Williams, Bonner. Tracy Williams. But that's not yep. who I was thinking of though. But um, yeah, you imagine a whole group of nothing but technical wrestlers. All of them, like they might have been trained by all of them, might have been trained by Billy Robinson mm-hmm. or, um, or 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 uh, Frank Gotch or somebody like that. You know, a whole group of them like that, and he's the only black guy in the group <laughs> that yeah. can hang with the rest yeah. of them. So I mean, yeah. it's I mean, he's he's incredible. I mean, but uh, now him, 
that match that he had in Ring of Honor with Jonathan Gresham was an instant classic. Mm. So you know, so yeah, yeah, I love seeing him wrestle. You know, mm. I don't know what's now, up with the sunglasses with the one lens out, but you know, I let him have it. But I dig <laughs> it. I dig it. I dig it. I, I, I dig it. I dig it. Uh, now I'm be honest with you. I'm not not too familiar with Darius Lockhart's work. Um. Yeah, but, I'm not too familiar yeah, with it either. Yeah. I've seen him around. Mm-hmm. I've seen him in a few matches, but um, I'm not really too familiar with his work yeah. either. Yeah, number 15 is, to me, is a man that should be the Ring of Honor World Champion right now, and that's Shane Taylor. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Shane Taylor, the whole Shane Taylor promotions gimmick, okay? And, you know, taking the... You know, you know, taking the the boxing, taking the Floyd May, you know, f- taking a Floyd, really taking the Floyd Mayweather promotion and putting it in wrestling mode. All right, right, right. Perfect. He, yeah, his his in ring has grown so much since the first time we saw him and Keith Lee together. In exactly. Yeah. Okay. And, and and when Keith Lee left. And started growing on the independence as a as a singles wrestler. It was like, well, what's going to happen to Shane Taylor now? Yeah, I was I was wondering, I was worried because I mean, I liked mm-hmm. I liked him and um, uh, Keith Lee together in the in that Limitless tag team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they were going to go places, but then Keith got pulled up, uh, got got or, or went to WWE, and you know, I'm like, oh, I hope they don't, you know, bury him, and I hope that he doesn't get, uh, he disappears off the face of wrestling, uh, in the wrestling world. But he's done very well for himself. You know, he had the television championship for a while, and and maintained that for a good while. He's uh, got his crew with the six man championship. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the group, the crew that he's got, uh, Shane Taylor Promotions is growing. I mean, he's got they're up to five members right now, so. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they even brought in a female at some point. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, actually, I see big thing. And, and funny you mentioned female, okay? Uh, number 17, Willow Nightingale. Oh, love. She's part of that crew that I just love, man. I mean, between her and Brooke Valentine. Mm-hmm. Hi, Faye. Hi, Faye. Hey, Faye. Hey, Faye. <laughs> Faye Jackson. Oh, How you doing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. You can be our. It's the invitation is still open to be our floating fourth, dude. Look, if you, you, hey, dude, I'm, if you I'm, get I'm, Faye I'm, Jackson, I'm if you get, no, no, you get, <laughs> yo, if yo, if y'all get Faye Jackson on this show, I, 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 I better be guest hosting at that. Okay. Oh, no doubt. Just putting that out there. Just putting that out there right now. No, but Willie Nightingale, uh, Willow's work is nice in the ring. Okay. Yeah. And actually, I think she would be a perfect fit uh, for Shane Taylor Promotions. And keep an eye on her, uh, you know, as it relates to getting, you know, getting shine uh, with other and bigger promotions. Well, she's already already doing a lot of good big things with uh, NWA. Mm -hmm. She's being shown on um, AEW. So yeah, she's 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 starting to build yeah. up. I mean, she's pretty much filled the space that Faye Jackson left open. Because it was all this it should have been Faye Jackson, and I'm not putting yes, anything should've. down on Willow. Okay, because Willow Willow is is great on her own and deserves everything that she gets. I'm not saying that, they, that she's the makeup or the replacement, or but 
Faye Jackson should have gotten her shine just like Willow is getting hers. And uh, and being that they were a tag team at mm -hmm. one time, you know, they could have been doing it together. But I'm just hoping that um, Faye gets her, her stuff together, gets her health back, and gets get that arm straightened out. And she actually finds a way to come back in because I there's no reason that she shouldn't be. We want you back, Faye. If, if there's nothing but being in a managerial situation, you need to be in wrestling. Period. You are yeah. you are what's best for business. Exactly. Definitely. Exactly. Uh, Apollo Cruz. Look, let's not let. I don't even want to take take much time on Apollo Cruz because, uh, you know, I'm still mad that how you gonna you know how how okay creative, creative. <laughs> um, how, how are you gonna pull? from this man's um background on independence okay you know when he was uha nation right and, and still keep the name apollo cruz right nah 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 but look i'm glad he's finally got some shine this year hopefully exactly. hopefully uh hopefully we can we can see it well i'll say this hopefully we can see it grow and he's not a part of the cut list uh, when the next cut list comes around real soon. All right, right number 19, Brian Keith. I, I, but not really not familiar with his work. Not familiar with him either, myself. Yeah. 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 But number 20, I am very familiar with yes. Myron Reed. Ooh. The current the current MLW middleweight champion. Yes. The, the matches that he the two matches that he had with Leo Rush. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh Myron very, very is good. a star. Myron is a star. And you know, I don't know how long that contract is with MLW, but once that contract runs out, um you know, AEW and Impact need to be knocking down the door. Notice there was yeah. one one promotion that I didn't mention and exactly. I'm not going and I'm not going to mention them dances anyway. Please don't. Um <laughs> Yeah. But but number twenty and one of the reasons number twenty one Carmelo Hayes, uh, yes. the, uh, the winner of the NXT Breakout Tournament, um, very talented. All right, I'm hoping he doesn't get screwed up. I don't want him to turn into Jordan Miles, aka ACH. All right, I right. want him yeah. to be able to grow. And can I throw this out here? I mean, granted, I'll, I'll throw this out here. I put this in the air. So. Uh, so his storyline is he's won the breakout tournament and he now has the uh, the opportunity to wrestle for any title. Right. That's their version. That's pretty much another it, version of money in the bank. Right. It, it, exactly. Exactly. If I was booking it, if I was booking it, I would have um, I would have um, uh, MSK drop the belts. To Eichner and um, the uh, British, the uh, yeah. Imperium, yeah, yeah, not 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 Imperium, no, uh, Orny, uh, uh, Orny Larkin and his partner, okay, yeah, uh, I'm talking about, yeah, 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 yeah okay. okay, so I'd have them drop the belts to them, and then Orny, I would have Orny Larkin and Danny Birch, mm -hmm. yeah, okay. exactly, Orny Larkin and Danny Birch, and then I would have, I would have Carmelo cash in on them with odyssey jones as his partner i can see that i was rather i was kind of upset that odyssey jones wound up losing 
but I was surprised. I was I was surprised. surprised. I was surprised too because I was thinking that as much as they were pushing Odyssey Jones, but then I should have known the swerve was coming. So, yeah. um, but yeah, but I mean, Carmelo Jones or Carmelo um, Hayes. I mean, he's a, he's good. So, I mean, I'm not mad that they gave they they put it on him, but. Yeah. I was wanting to see what they were going to do with uh, Odyssey Jones in that uh, situation with that with that right. contract. I think with the I think with the changes coming to NXT, we, we're definitely going to see what they're going to be doing with Odyssey Jones. And I think, yeah. and and this is just my opinion, I think them bringing up Odyssey Jones is probably the reason why they got rid of um, the other guy, Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed, yeah. Same size, same ability, newer guy that they could give a lesser contract to. Mm. Huh. You know something, Perry? Mm-hmm. You fleshed that out on what you would like to see. It's going to happen now because you said it. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're going to be sitting there and we're going to watch it and we're going to call you and be like, Perry, did they cut you a check for that? Because that's yours. I mean, you know how much money we are owed right about now? <laughs> Yeah. Man, you might as well get on this money train, man. Pretty soon, you, you, you sitting back and you know what? Just, just, just give me my money for creative because I said it. It's mine. It's going to happen. I'm telling you, that's how it happens here. But that's if, you do, if you do get paid, you're on our show, so you got to give us at least thirty percent. So we'll, we'll yeah, talk about. We'll talk about that later. We'll yeah, talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Next, Montez Ford. Okay. Um, I see future singles run. All day oh, with Montez. Definitely, definitely, okay. definitely, definitely. But why? Now let me. Okay, while y'all the talent, that, the charisma, the 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 mic work, man. Look, Montez is a total package. He is, but him and Angelo Dawkins work so well together. I okay, would just and just and just to put it out there, if this Angelo was Angelo Dawkins mm, at sixty four. Nope. Look, look. As if we were talking AEW. I would be looking at a long tag team run for uh, the Street Profits, okay? Um, but we're talking WWE here, all right? And you know WWE hates tag teams. Hmm. You motherfuckers yes. know you hate tag teams. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to hear oh, it. It's, it's, you know, I don't it's common hear it. knowledge that Vince yeah. hates tag teams. Yeah, It's common knowledge. So, I mean, I wanna, yeah. it's a necessary evil for Vince, for tag teams. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, and and uh, number twenty three, uh, the native beast Nyla Rose. Um, Ooh, speaking yeah. of which, I mm-hmm. had something. I thought of something. I was riding home, and I thought mm-hmm. of something. Mm-hmm. Now you know, uh, Impact, AEW got their partnership going on. When are we going to see the ladies from Impact come over to AEW? Because I think, in my heart of hearts, Jordan Grace. Would stomp a mud hole in Nyla Rose and walk that some bitch dry, and I would pay it money would be to a see match. That. I'll say this: it would be a match. It would be a match that I will. I, I would love to see. I would love to see. But oh, look, but, her and but, Nyla, her and Jade, her and um, who uh, her and Britt. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a whole bunch of um. Jordan could run that whole table if she wanted to. Set yeah. it up as a gauntlet and let her go. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, well, uh, just, just you know, 
I ain't even going to sidetrack on Jordan Grace right now because trust me, uh, that is easy. That is easy to happen. All right, number 24, Kofi Kings, uh, Kofi Kingston. Let's just leave it at Kofi and let's just move on, okay? And that's no the diss to Kofi. That's just, there's nothing really to talk about. You feel me? All right? Yeah, because, I mean, yeah. it's Kofi. It, 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 exactly, it's, it's exactly. Kofi. Yeah. Exactly. And number 25, Kid's been one of my favorites since the first time I saw his ass in uh, on NWA Power, and for him to uh, make to make a beautiful transition over to AEW, Ricky Starks. Yeah, I actually saw an interview the interview with uh, that he did with uh, Renee Paquette on her show um, Oral Sessions, and I learned a lot mm -hmm. about him. So I've saw I've, I'm looking at him in a whole different light. I liked him from the beginning, from like you said, when he mm -hmm. wound up getting the uh, becoming the first, uh, world television champion in NWA. But um, yeah, I've liked him for a while, and I was surprised that he even got into AEW, especially the way he got in, because you know. They just got. They just brought him in as a talent, you know. Just, but then he's he ended up in Team Taz, and he's built that charisma that he has, and the whole thing. I mean, I'm 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 happy for him. His first match, his first match in the company uh, against uh, Cody Rhodes mm -hmm. was. That's what did it. That's what did it. Showed who he can work with, right? And how well he can work, right? And look. So yeah, put um, put him out put him out there against Cody Rhodes and told him to earn his spot and that's what he did. I mean that's all the code. Let's that's that Cody challenge. That's all that challenge was. Right on the rail. That's all that challenge was. Right was to see, was to bring in other talent, see how they worked, and see right. if they we could sign them. That's what he did with Eddie Kingston. Right. Now look at now yo now, now you know you know you know uh now look at Eddie uh with his Tracy Morgan uh looking ass. All right, <laughs> but I, that's my dude, man. I love I've always loved me some Eddie Kingston. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie Kingston has been he's been under the radar for a long time. I'm just happy to see him get his shine, man. Cause I mean, I mean, he's like what 15, 20 year vet. I mean, yeah. Yeah, man. The I man mean, came from home, homelessness. He sold all of his ring gear just to stay alive. You know, he got in the AEW. He had to borrow boots and bar and just wear like sweatpants and t-shirts and whatnot just to get into the ring and try to just try to earn his trade and earn his spot. So you can't do nothing but respect the man because I mean he's a hustler. Yeah. You know, he does. Yeah. He, he, he he just gets it in. He's grinding. You know he's the definition of grinding when it comes to re professional wrestling. So okay. yeah, you can't do nothing but respect him. Exactly. Can I yo, Can I put a bow on this, guys? Oh yeah. Look, black. Uh, look, black wrestling excellence. Um, if you're a wrestling fan and you are a black wrestling fan, uh, you know, as we said, as we had number, <coughs> you know, as we had number one ninety seven on the on the show with us today, uh, Mister mm -hmm. Everything, uh, Victor Andrews. You want representation, okay? And you want representation, and you want to see black wrestlers grow, all right? And uh, so I know I'm going to be paying attention to this list from here on out. Okay? Oh yeah, no and, doubt. And, and, no as, doubt. And, as, and as wrestling fans, not just as black wrestling fans, but just as wrestling fans, period, y'all should as well. You know what I mean, yes, definitely, definitely, most definitely, definitely, fully, fully endorsed by the. Sideline junkies, WrestleManiacs, fully endorsed. So, where we want to go next? 
Um, let's see. You know something? We've already look, look, look. We were already on this black excellence tip, right? Might right. as well, yo, yo. We might as well, we might as well take uh, take it down that Nubian road. See, hey, <laughs> we need to keep this man. <laughs> we need to keep this man around. You know what I'm saying? You know. That other guy would have threw me under the bus and called it a compliment. But this man here, I mean, yo, 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 no, yo, yo, keep keep yo, keep him mellow on Don, man. Cause you know his people might be, you know, his people might be watching and they might get upset. Let's start his wife has already chimed in. Talk about uh don't talk about it. I know yo, so yeah, let's not do that. Let's not do that, man. Keep it flowing, keep it flowing, bro. All right, I'll I'll lay off of him. I usually lay right. off of him because I don't want to give him the rub. But you know, you know what's gonna happen. He gonna find you, James. Don't do it. He gonna I find you. <laughs> I could Dang. care less about <laughs> him. I ain't even gonna call his name. <laughs> I don't even give him the pleasure of calling his name. How about that? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is the new. This is that so Nubian. Uh, I got criticized yesterday, or was it was it today or yesterday for KG that I got criticized for being long-winded? That was yesterday. Yesterday. That was yesterday. Okay. So because we got so much going on today, I'm gonna try to keep I'm gonna keep this short and I'm going to talk, I'm gonna talk about uh NWA 73. Uh, last time we talked about um, the NWA Empower because it was on and we were talking about it as it was going on. Very impressive show. Mickey James did an excellent job on it. Uh, they had the follow-up show on uh, for NWA, NWA Power where they followed up on everything and all the champions came out and all the significant storylines were brought up. So that put a little nice cap on it to get ready for the rest of their shows and the next show that they're going to come up with. But um, just let, let's just go into the card that they had um, for NWA 73rd anniversary. So it started off in the pre-show with the Hex, Marty Bell, and Allison Kay, who are now the NWA World Women's Tag Team Champions. Go And um, Lady Frost in a three-way match against Paula Blaze, Taryn Terrell, and Genocide, who have put themselves together as a little faction and whatnot. They haven't named themselves yet, but we'll see how it goes. Um, the Hex wound up uh, winning. Uh, the Hex and Lady Frost wound up winning, and the way they did it was they had Allison Kay and Marty Bell doing most of the work with uh, Lady Frost just not taking tags and just standing outside the middle of the ring. So um, Allison K was about to get the win. Uh, Lady Frost got the blind tag and wound up uh, getting the win off of Allison K and uh, Marty Bell's finisher. So that's turned into a little tiff between them two, the, between th those three. So um, we're going to see where that goes on that. Um, uh, the second match on the pre-show was Colby Carino, who was the one who wound up winning the champion series for his team, going up against PJ Hawks, who was one half of the tag team called Hawks Air, who's uh, 
his father is his tag team uh, partner, uh, Luke Hawks, who's a veteran in the uh, wrestling business. And uh, PJ Hawks wound up winning that match. <clears throat> there was a three-way between in the first match of the show itself between Crimson, Tom Latimer of Strictly Business, and Tim Storm, former world heavyweight champion, where um, that they called the Brawl in the Lou, where Tim, Tom Latimer wound up winning that match. Uh, Mickey James wound up having her first match in the NWA against Kylie Ray. And that was a that was a pretty uh, impressive match. Kylie Ray is um, a very very um, skillful wrestler. Um, almost uh, remember Bailey. If you could if you could think of Bailey before she turned, she was Bailey times ten. I mean, she's happy go lucky, ha just just happy to be there. You know, uh, just uh, smiles all in the ring. You know, and then she uh, gets to the point where she gets angry and, you know, she has this little turn and whatnot. But then she uh, pops out of it and she's so happy again, you know, just all over it, just bubbly and the whole thing. So it's so basically she bipolar. Yeah, she yeah, pretty much. She can't be. Let me ask you this. Wait, let me ask you this. Now, when Bailey was a hugger, you know, mm -hmm. Bailey, she looked like Bailey. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Comparable. Mm, okay. Right, right, right there. Right there. They 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 right there together. I mean, mm. I would put I would put Kylie like maybe a step behind Bailey. Mm. But get there, but she's right there. Okay. Same gimmick. Same old same gimmick. Same yep. gimmick. It's, okay. same, it's pretty much the same gimmick, but like I said, it's Bailey about times five. Yes. <clears throat> but he's talking about something else. But anyway. I, I know. <laughs> so um, even though the match was a very good match, uh, Mickey James did wind up winning. She ended up getting jumped by this uh, hooded mask uh, wrestler who ended up being Deanna Perazzo, who, um, who kept saying that, you know, Mickey James was taking her shine. And all this and that, so she decided to take her shine, Mickey James' shine, uh, during this match. And now they're probably going to be going back and forth in Impact. So look forward to seeing that. Speaking of which, speaking of which, that uh, they did uh, on on this week's edition of Impact, they showed the clips from Empower. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you got their knockouts champion in there. Uh, so um, they, of course they're going to, they, uh, and they were pushing the, uh, they were pushing the pay per view. Mm -hmm. So of course, they, of course they're going to show uh, clips from it, and I'm sure we're going to see more of a um, back and forth with them in, a, in that relationship. So uh, in, moving forward, so yeah, I look forward to that. Seeing what, um, seeing who comes back and forth between the two. So um, next matchup was the Masked Man. Who they're calling um, Scion now, um, Tyrus and Jordan Clearwater versus the Pope and the End, who is a uh, tag team called uh, Odinson and Pero. And um, Tyrus's team wound up winning that match. <clears throat> you had Chris Adonis, who is the uh, national heavyweight champion, defending his belt against James Storm. And uh, there was some shenanigans going on in that, so uh, Chris Adonis wound up winning that match. <clears throat> there was a 12-person 
battle royal for the number one contendership for the national championship, of which um, they wound up putting together all of the like mid card and low card uh, wrestlers in NWA, which kind of upset me. But then they wound up bringing in a 13th man who is this guy named Judi Judias. <laughs> and uh, he was managed by the sinister minister, Aww. Mr. James Mitchell. And uh, they brought him out and uh, he came out and he pretty much, and he went, wound up winning. So um, I'm thinking, I'm not familiar with Judias. But I am I very you are familiar, familiar with him. Extremely familiar with him. Okay, I look, I'm an old school uh, NWA wild side NWA anarchy fan. And uh, Judias uh, was uh, was a character called Michael Judas, who was the um, former wild side champion, uh, former uh, anarchy anarchy champion. Uh, he, you know, I've seen him in, let's just say this, I've seen him in some excellent matches. Uh, one, especially against a um, Another wrestler that I used to like, he and his gimmick back in the day was the Universal Soldier, Phil, uh, Phil Shatter. Okay, they left. They left. Um, they left. Um, on Anarchy, they ended up going to TNA as Gunner, as yeah, as Gunner and Murphy. Okay. 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 Yeah, Murphy being the taller cat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then okay, because I then, knew again. Yeah, I've, yeah, I recognized yeah. it, but I couldn't figure out yeah. where I recognized it yeah. from. So yeah. Then, then of okay. course Gunner ended up going to the WWE, and he's who everyone knows as Jackson Riker. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And he had a nice run in TNA for a while, and then wound up going. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So now nah, I've been a fan of the. Of the uh, Michael Judas character uh, for a uh, for you know for you know for a long time. I mean, it's a supernatural uh, Undertaker like character. Um, yes, he did remind me a bit of he of he did have some Undertaker esque mm -hmm. uh, aura to him. You know, um, so yeah. Uh, Especially with uh, James Mitchell with him, so yeah, exactly. that, that added exactly. that added to that evilness that he was supposed to be exuding. But uh, yeah, I actually I, I want to see him in something else other than with those guys that he was with. I mean, uh, like I said, I was kind of disappointed there weren't any bigger names in that uh, battle royal. The biggest name in that battle royal being uh, JTG. Oh, uh, you mean Jay the God? Jay the God, right? Jay the God. Look, so, oh, look, I apologize. I want them to give Jay the God a push, okay? Because uh, when you know when I saw him in the in, in the NWA national national heavyweight title tournament, he for like the first time in his career impressed me with the, with his in ring. It's, he was in a, a match with uh, especially the match with him and uh, and Fred Rocher. And yeah. um, Red Rossa, uh -huh. mm -hmm. and um, I forgot the cat. He's a um, he's a um, he's a um, American luchador. Uh, I keep on forgetting the cat's name, but but uh, he impressed uh, me in that. His in the NWA in NWA, yeah, and his uh, you know, in his in his mic work for like once. Oh, you talking me. about um, 
El Rudo. El Rudo. Yep. Yeah. El Rudo. Uh, yeah. Sam Sam Adonis. Sam yeah. Adonis. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, but yeah, but now look, it, it sounds like that this battle royal was just a vehicle. It was a vehicle for Judas. Yes, exactly. definitely. Exactly. And which which I wound up figuring out after he came out because I mean I'm like, why do you have all these people in one ring? I mean, and I was expecting if it had stayed the same, I'd have expected Jade the God to take take that match. But uh, when Judas came out, I was like, okay. I get it now. Okay. So the next match on the card was the uh, NWA Women's Championship match between the champion Camille and the winner of the Women's Invitational, Chelsea Green. And uh, Camille came out on top of that, so she's still your champion. Uh, the NWA World Tag Team Championships was on the line with champions Aaron Stevens and J.R. Kratos versus the La Rebellion, Mecca Wolf, and um, Bestia six six six, and in a surprise, La Re Rebellion won the titles. Now I've mentioned the NWA Power and the follow up show that they did. Uh, they did an interview with La Rebellion, and they made uh, um, mention of the tag team tournament that they were putting together, which they've actually put together like. These are made-up tag teams, no established tag teams, just two singles guys that they put together, a bunch of two two guys singles, and they just put these teams together and put them in a tournament. So they feel like they've been disrespected, and they say, okay, since this is what you want to do, we're taking the titles back to Mexico. And when you find us some competition, we'll come back. <laughs> So that's going to be interesting to see the NWA World World Tag Team Championships in in AAA, and to see if and how the NWA is going to fill that void. If are they going to start sending NWA guys over to AAA, or you know are they going to just let them defend against AAA tag teams, and then eventually have somebody who comes over that's worthy. And bring them back, you know. So we'll see how that goes. And then in the main event, the world, the world heavyweight championship title versus career, Nick Aldis defending his the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship and his 1044-day title reign versus Trevor Murdoch. Now, for those who don't remember who Trevor Murdoch was, is he was a, a WWF. A uh, wrestler who was in a tag team with um, Garrison Cade, and uh, had a nice little mid card run, uh, a nice little tag team run with uh, with him. Wound up leaving and kind of going into obscurity, but in the in the independence, kind of got out of the business for a little bit. Came back when uh, NWA came back. He came back with them. And uh, has been on a nice little title run. Won a tournament for the number one contendership. Also won uh, was one of the uh, members of the team that wound up uh, winning the championship series. So he got his uh, title match for any title that he wanted. And of course, he wanted to go after the world championship. Uh, he is he was trained by Harley Race, uh, along with, same as Nick Aldis. So that's how they met in uh, training under uh, Harley Race. 
when Trevor Murdoch came out, he actually had a replica or uh, a jacket made that was just like Harley Race's ring jacket that he used to wear out. And uh, so he was uh, dedicating the match to Harley Race. And your new NWA World Heavyweight Champion is Trevor Murdoch. So um, they're looking to – he's uh, – very proud of the fact that this is something that he's been working for or working toward his whole career. He's finally made it to um, this uh, goal of his, and he's just looking to see who's going to be the next person to uh, challenge him in his first title defense. So good for him. Proud, proud to have to have him as NWA World's champion, and we'll see where it goes from here with him. Now, um, going on to NWA, um, no, not NWA, but uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, we haven't talked about New Japan in a while. They've been having a lot of things going on. Uh, the Wrestling Grand Slam has uh, pretty much ended. And um, uh, the, they're working on now the G1 Climax. For those who don't remember, as I've been talking about, the G1 Climax is the annual tournament that they have every year to determine who's going to be the number one contender for the now um, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship and the uh, main event, one of the main eventers for Wrestle Kingdom. So um, I have not seen who the uh, card or the who's going to be in the tournament, but we will find out at some point the, uh, who that will be. Now, um, there are some interesting things going on right now. Um, you have, uh, as far as uh, New Japan is concerned and uh, um, some of their members, uh, Kojima is supposed to be wrestling um, John Moxley at the All Out pay-per-view. You got Minoru Suzuki, who is on an American tour. He's going to different independent um, companies all over the country. And he actually has a match against Jonathan Gresham at GCW mm -hmm. on May on September the 17th next week. So uh I look forward to seeing that. Um you got um Hiromu Takahashi who is going to be um getting his title shots here soon uh for the junior heavyweight championship and they're gonna he's gonna be um he's gonna be doing some American tours here soon. Uh you've got the autumn attack it's going to be February, uh, September 25th and 26th in uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area for um, New Japan Strong. It's going to feature Ryusuko, Ryusuke Taguchi and Taji Ishimori. Uh, you're also going to have the New Japan Showdown in October, October 16th and 17th, which is going to feature Will Ospreay, uh, Minoru Suzuki, Lance Archer, uh, Jay White, and pretty much most of the roster for uh, New Japan Strong, and that's going to be in Philly at the Twenty Three Hundred Arena. A lot of a lot of interesting shows coming out of Philly now, for some reason. Uh, MLW is uh, doing a lot of shows there. Um, you got um, 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 uh, uh, Impact is starting to do some shows out of Philly. Uh, you got um, is a lot of different organizations. And then on top of that, you got a lot of independent shows that are going to be doing shows 
during uh, All Out Weekend. It's called, they're, all, they're using the All Out Weekend just like they are for WrestleMania now. So it's, it's going on. It's going on right uh, as we speak. As right, right. Uh, GCW, GCW yeah. is doing a lot of stuff in Chicago right now, based around the um, um, all out paper. Let's not forget tomorrow afternoon. One of the things that I always love about GCW is the signature shows. Uh, the signature shows that are that are based around or hosted by uh, by wrestlers. Uh, so tomorrow is Effie's Big Gay Lunch. I mean, get big gay brunch and Effie shows. I've, and I've watched a couple of big gay brunches, uh, you know, from previous tempo weekends, uh, whether it was, uh, you know, whether it was, uh, you know, all out a couple of years ago or, or normally WrestleMania weekend. Okay. Mm-hmm. And these are fun shows. Okay. Uh, I, I, yes. The, for and, the, the yeah. fourth, I, I enjoy the for the culture shows, which is the mm-hmm. all black rest, all black shows. And let's not forget, let's not forget Josh Barnett's blood sport. Blood sport, yes. Mm-hmm. Which you know, uh CM Punk actually wrestled in one of those um blood sport shows uh, yeah, recently. Yeah, man, so, Moxley, yeah. you remember Moxley, Moxley did a match against uh Moxley did a match against um uh you know against um um uh, Josh Barnett at the last one. Uh, the and and just just for historical perspective for those who don't know, the Blood sport used to be Matt Riddle's blood sport. That was the very first blood sport until he signed his deal with uh, uh, with uh, with WWE, and then Josh Barnett became the uh, the host name uh, for the shows. And they are incredible shows, shoot style, shoot style matches with no uh, with, with no, no ring ropes, no ring ropes, no ring ropes, no pinfalls. Right, no ring ropes, no pinfalls. It's uh tap out, knock out, you know. Or pins, mm. so yeah, it's very it's very interesting show. So it's different, very different, and against the grain. Mm-hmm. So um, if you ever get to watch them, and I know there's going to be one this weekend, so just be on the lookout for that. And um, uh, they, they usually have all of their shows on Fight Television, on Fight TV. So you, um, yeah, yeah, if you're not up on Fight TV, if you're not up on the Fight TV app. You need to, yeah. I mean, you really need to uh, uh, check it. I mean, for some good independent wrestling action. And most yes. of the times, when you're seeing good in, independent wrestling action, guess what? You're still seeing, re- you know, you're still seeing wrestlers that you would see in Impact. You're still seeing wrestlers uh, that you would see on Ring of Honor, and you'd still see some wrestlers that you'll see on the AEW as well. And they're okay. also wrestlers that will eventually, at some point, be on WWE. Exactly. That's, they, that's yeah. where. That's, I mean, that's where they, 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 they. Even though they're saying that they're not going to be doing any picking up any independent wrestlers, they're still scouting. Believe that. Uh, I. But but I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't. I don't. I don't see them going that route anymore. I really don't see them going that route anymore. Okay. I mean, because. I mean, because damn, all right. Uh, I was just watching Danny Garcia, Daniel Garcia, on a show a couple of a couple of months ago uh, on Fight TV, and now he's main evented two, two, um, you know, two episodes of Rampage. But but then again, you know, why at this point would you want to go to WWE if you're doing very if you're doing well in the independence, you're making money. You're in great matches. You you have your own creative control, pretty much, of what you want to do. 
why would you put yourself in a position to water yourself down or be put in a position where you're going to be made the fool? The paycheck. Case, case, I mean, of course, I mean, no, I mean, okay. If you're wrestling, if you're wrestling the independence, right? Let's, okay, I'll give you, an, I'll give you, a, I'll, I'll make an example, okay? Kenny Omega, okay? Kenny Omega has done very well for himself in the independence, okay? New Japan, AEW, uh, DDT, you know, all these, uh, all just all the smaller independents, but, you know, when he was first getting started, building his name up. He gets a chance to go to W. They, of course, WWE is looking at him. Why wouldn't they? You know, but why would he give up creative control? He could do pretty much what he wants, how he wants, whenever he wants. Now, give him another five years. That's when you put. That's when you go to the WWE and put your retirement money together. Oh, so you, you, you basically you treat the WWE the way people used to treat the Washington Redskins. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, no, that, that's that's a great analogy. Exactly. exactly. I mean, you come here to get paid. That that that's the way it's always been. You you go to WWE to get paid. Yeah, you and, go to WWE to get the contract. You know, to get the yeah. money. No, I'm joking, but I I get what you're saying. As an independent, I would never go. Look no. at what they do to their own talent. You Keith Lee, white hot. Look what you do to him. No, I'll give you a current one. Kieran Cross. Where's the line? In- that upset him. Okay. I'm gonna pull out my I'm gonna pull out my rock now. Sweet cream on an ice cream sandwich. What in the blue hell is he wearing? An SM version of, of uh, demolition and shit. What the fuck and, without the makeup? And, and from some of the reports from uh like Sean Ross Sap on um you know on fightful.com uh and, and also and also the you know the legend himself Dave Meltzer uh that the the uh the outfit is for marketing okay it's just just like Nikki Ash it's for uh for for marketing so you got him go- coming out there looking like the gimp from Pulp Fiction right and that's that that's that, that that's some marketing yeah okay all right that's a bullshit right. that's what it yeah. is yeah, yeah. And then they ain't even got the shit right because the shit broke on him the first night he wore it. <laughs> Yo, can I give a real time update? Can I give a real time update? Yeah, go uh, ahead. War, yeah, Art of well, War I'm, Games. I'm, I'm done, y'all. I'm okay. done. So, well, look, yeah. Art of War Games is about to start. Uh, Effie just hit the ring first. Uh, and sorry if you hear in the background, that's because I took the mute off. Okay, I don't, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't care just as long as they don't cut our stream off. <laughs> All right, but but it's on Fightful, so I seriously doubt it's gonna cut our stream off. <coughs> okay, so the match for the for those uh, GCW fans that we have out there, the uh, the match is going to start with Effie versus Gregory Irons. Oh, I right? heard that name in a while. Yeah, well, you know he, you know the the main the the Art of War games is uh you know is the Murder Death Crew. Uh, which is you know, which which for this match is going to be uh Nick F engage, Effie, uh the um 
you know, the second ring crew, you know, which is, um, you know, which is th- their tag team champions, Mance Werner, who we will be seeing in a major federation. Trust me on that. And Matt and Matt justice. And of course, of course, the home, of course, the homie AJ Gray. I've been, I'm waiting for his ring entrance. Okay. Uh, versus, uh, you know, versus, uh, uh, you know, for, uh, 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 you know, uh, for, uh, for 440, uh, 440H, uh, that's the heel group from Ohio that Jeremy Irons is a part of, uh, that's led by Ricky Shane page. And, um, so yeah, this match is going to be brutal. All right. But like I said, I'm just waiting for AJ Gray. So I can hear that Waka Flocka and he and watch the crowd just, just go ape shit off of it. All right. 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 Yeah. Right. But look, but look, but look, just just on the segue tip, because you mentioned the Washington Redskins, right? Uh yo, um, yo, KJ. Yes, sir. Yo, man, can you go into your what's the big deal real quick? Well, shoot, I don't have anything. I mean, y'all done hit everything. I ain't got no what's the big deal this week. Uh, uh I ain't I ain't got no what's the big deal because I, I, <clears throat> I mean, you did. Okay, you, okay. Well, you, you okay, did well, mention. I'll give, yeah. you, I'll, I'll give you something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Okay, Cam Newton. Ah, uh, yes, yes. The, the, yeah, can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I build off of that? Ooh, can I build off ahead. of that? Real okay. Ahead. So, so right now, you know, we in cut season for the NFL. Okay, and. The WWE has been in cut season like all year. Okay. I right. mean, can you talk about the differences between the, you know, between the NFL and the WWE as it relates to cuts, as it relates to releases? Well, the difference is the NFL, you know, you, you got to cut. Tuesday was the day to cut down from the 85, 90 men to 53 main roster. WWE cuts their roster down on a regular basis to quote unquote save money because they're hurting. Um, NFL cuts happen because players don't work out in the system. They underperform. Uh, and apparently in a few players in Jacksonville and uh, <laughs> Atlanta, also in new England, allegedly were cut because they wouldn't get vaccinated. Yes. So, you know, that's allegedly, you know, what would, allegedly but the difference is you can be a up and coming star in WWE and still get a pink slip it's not a, it's it's no rhyme or reason why with WWE at least when the turk rolls around the NFL you know why you got to go turn your playbook in i didn't perform well in preseason i didn't you know perform well during training camp i didn't perform well in mini camp when it was time to put pads on i didn't perform well wwe has a problem they cut talent too early and then that talent goes elsewhere and flourishes and you know that's pretty much like that's like washington sports cutting talent too early and they go elsewhere and flourish win championships or you know you bring a guy in who's just here to get paid and then you know he up and leaves his burgundy and gold suit in the corner and you still paying him for another five years while he's playing up uh north in baltimore so yeah that's the difference it's not much of a difference but wwe wwe got more money problems 
for a billion dollar company that always operates in the black and that's baffling to me you cut people you cut talent because of money issues but you operate in the black um checking the numbers you know last quarter they finished in the black the quarter before that in the black so where are your money issues at you're not in the green you're not in the red you're in the black so i, I the difference is wwe is to me at this present point a slow sinking ship I you can agree. stay if you want but only way it's going to get better is if Vince takes takes his hands off of things stop trying to have so much control and let the people that he hired to do their job do their job perfect analogy before Jerry Jones decided to be the it factor and the end all to be all in Dallas, they won two Super Bowls. Once he couldn't stand the fact that Jimmy Johnson was getting all the credit and they had their big fallout and he fired Jimmy, they won one Super Bowl with Jimmy's guys. But then after that, they have only won three playoff games in 25 years. WWE is headed down the Dallas Cowboy path. That is until they get bought out by Disney. Oh. And yeah. then everything, <laughs> yeah, yeah. everything is going to be censored. I mean, it's bad enough with this Peacock stuff. You know, you, you, you had your own network. You did what everybody wants to do. You have your own network. And you, 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 you ran for the money and sold out the Peacock. I never thought I would call Vince a sellout, but Vince is a sellout. He sold out the Peacock. He, he saw the numbers. It was too many zeros to pass up. But Vince McMahon screwed Vince McMahon. That's why WWE is a sinking ship. Because he screwed himself, which in turn, he screwed us. So that's the big deal with me. I mean, shoot, you threw that out there. Ooh. Ooh, I, I didn't even know that was dead. That was loaded in the chamber. I'm sorry. I didn't even know that was dead. The yeah, that was, just, that was yeah. just a softball right yeah. there. Yeah. Down, the, yeah. down the pike for you. I, I set you up, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I had that ready for you. All right, where we going next? Yo, guys, can we go ahead and, I mean, look, we already know what this weekend's about, right? I mean, this weekend is, just look, this weekend is about all out all right uh you know this is aw hasn't hasn't officially established their wrestlemania weekend but if they have a wrestlemania weekend this is it oh, all yeah, no out doubt. is it no doubt all out no doubt. is it okay i mean you know look when you got gcw doing shows shows piggybacking off your shit this is your wrestlemania this is your WrestleMania. And I mean, this is their first show. This is their first show ever. You know, they have uh, their own plaque that was put on the building for them. On the building. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's some, that's some, that's serious, you know? So, I mean, yeah, if, if anything, this is their WrestleMania. And they should treat it as such. And exactly, I'm surprised. And GC, like you said, GCW has already jumped on the bandwagon. Oh, and I'm by surprised. the way, 
And by the way, just just to, you know, just as an update for what's going on on Art of War, okay? Matt Justice just hit the ring, so the Murder Death Kill team has three wrestlers in the ring. That being Matt Justice, that being um uh, uh, Mance Werner, and that being um you know, and that being um Effie, okay? Which means that the next two wrestlers to come to the ring is Nick Gage and AJ Gray. So we already know who's going to be last to come to the ring for the team, right? Nick Gage. Right. That means that the best intro, the best ring music, and the best ring wing walk in professional wrestling is about to occur in a couple of minutes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. This is the reason why I watch GCW. Just to see that just to see that crowd crowd get amped or some motherfucker walk a flock of flame. Okay. I I so sorry. And for, sorry, those, sorry. And for those who don't who, for those who've never seen a GCW show, I mean, when you got like guys like AJ Gray and Nick Gage that come out to the ring, you got the crowd is like right there. So they actually bombard the wrestler as they're coming out. So it's like show. five, ten minutes. Mm -hmm of them going through this crowd, fighting their way through the crowd just to get to the ring during their in ring entrance. So it's like a mosh pit. It's, that, to get e to the it's that old school ECW energy is what it is. That's what GCW has been able to capture. Right, but look, look, you'll see me get distracted, and I'll probably pump the music up once once AJ Gray hits the ring. All right, but yeah, let's get us kicked off there. You know what I'm saying? However, however, yeah, let yeah, I mean, let yo, let yo, let's get back to all out, all right, because you know this is gonna be. Look, I think this is gonna be an incredible card, and I think there's gonna be some. You know, there's gonna be some incredible matches and quite possibly some, you know, uh, a surprise that we already know is going to happen. Well, two surprises that we already that we already know is going to happen and maybe one or two surprises that we're not going to expect. Oh yeah, this 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 is the show that's going to go cup that's going to go down in history pretty much. I mean, you already got CM Punk in his first match mm -hmm. in Chicago against Darby Allen that I mean is probably going to end up being an instant classic. Well, you know, and I'm glad you bring that up, okay? So, let's start here first, okay? What match should main event the show? Should it be should it be uh the world title match or should it be the CM Punk match? <sighs> I think I mean, it's Chicago. It's Chicago. It's Chi Town. Make it CM Punk. I think they'll make CM Punk the semi main. Mm -mm. If you so? make him the main, the roof is going to blow off the building. Yeah, but if you make him semi main, it blows off the building and it sets up for the world title match to get them hyped to re get ready for that match. Or, it, or if you make that the semi. And make the and make the world title match the main event, then you could set up a surprise, right? At the end of the show, okay. But yo, but look, 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 look yo, let's try to get some predictions out the way while we're here, guys. Okay, so 
Let's start with the uh let's start with the uh you know what? Let's start with the battle royal. I, I don't even I don't even want to talk, you know, I don't want to talk about well, we didn't even got to do the uh buy-in match, you know, the uh uh Hardy uh the Hardy office uh you know versus the best friends whatever okay okay before 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 we get started before we get started did him bring his uh picks in do you have him's picks you talking about him from uh powerpuff girls no i'm talking about him <laughs> i know what him you talking about i know you know <laughs> who you're talking about him, but when I you said him call, i told you i'm not going to call his name when you said him, the first thing I thought of was the little devil from Powerpuff Girls, and that's a and that's a damn shame in itself. But you got kids that get could at that age, so you know, hey, man. Even though I'm, he, I'm partial to the Powerpuff Girls, y'all so understand, good. man. <laughs> but no, he has not turned well, his Butter, picks Buttercup in yet. Was, Buttercup was my girl. I'm sorry. See, <laughs> I was a Mojo Jojo fan myself, but yeah, same here, same here. <laughs> he he has not turned his picks in as of yet. Uh, but I'm okay, sure we'll so have him picked before showtime. So I don't have we don't have to worry about him. Okay, continue, Mr. Perry. So uh the casino, the um 20 uh the 21 woman casino uh battle royal. Um you know, of course we got some, of course we you know we have most of the uh you know most of the uh most of the roster. All right. So and with this one, look, instead of picking the winner, okay, usually the joke is the surprise person or the debut. Yeah, the 21, so, the 21st yeah. person is always the surprise, right? So can we can are we in agreement on who the 21st 20 21st person is going to be? I think we are. We could be. I'll, KG is looking like he might not know. Because, I, I mean, maybe your 21st might be my winner, so I'm just saying. Okay. Please well, please elaborate, sir. Yeah. Well, my winner, Ruby Soho. You yeah. don't have this big of a, a, of a... Yeah, so you don't you don't have this big of a, a, a lead-up to have her lose. You can't take this, this momentum that you got and just stop it. Nah. Ruby Soho will win this. She may be 21, but she's going to win it. Oh, no. 21, the way they set this up, 21 is usually the surprise and wants to, and is the winner. Unless you're now, Leo Rush. Unless you're, like, like, I was about to say, unless you're Leo Rush. Right. Uh, PG County stand up. <laughs> A waste of 21 all together, all the way around. But, um, I mean, as much as I like Leo Rush, I mean, for, for somebody who is supposed to have been retired like 15 times now, you know, he's got his, he's still got his deal with um, GCW. Hold up, hold up. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> now, I will say, I will say, the first time, <laughs> the first time I heard. <laughs> the ring introduction for Nick Gage in GCW. I was like, wow. Because I mean he has he has like a like two, three minute introduction from the ring announcer. Shouting out people. I I woo, woo. 
<laughs> That's that night workout. And yeah. and I'm spent. <laughs> That's that night workout right yeah. there. That's yeah. what that is. <laughs> All right, but um, so Ruby. Um, so we're, we're pretty much in agreement with Ruby being 21. Uh, yes, def- definitely. We're, we're, we're in agreement on who, who's 21. Um, it would not surprise me if the Joker, being Ruby Riot, I mean, sorry, Ruby Soho, doesn't win. Oh, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised at that either. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I personally, fantasy booking, I mm. wouldn't let her win. Exactly. I'm, I'm the same way. She doesn't we, we, need. She doesn't need to win. Uh-uh. All but she needs to do is debut. Win, all she's got to do is show up. Okay, but here's my thing. Then let me correct me if I'm wrong. This is for a shot at Britt Baker in the title. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? True. True. You don't think that her and Britt Baker would do numbers? Oh, no, her, and Britt, her and Britt Baker would do numbers. But what's the point in making Ruby Soho the winner when you know? That match is going to end up happening. You want to give this win to somebody who needs to push. And then I then then, then I can say my pick. Ty Conti. Okay. I can see the, that. Um, yeah, Ty Conti. I mean, look, they've been pushing her, they've been pushing her heavy. Uh, she's on a winning streak. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, you know, and, and she's a face. Yeah, Ty Conti. Ty That that would be my pick. Okay. My pick. Her tag team partner Anna J. Anna J. Anna J. Just came back. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. So are these official? Uh, picks? These are mine. Are, mine, mine, is mine, mine is official. Mine is okay. Official. Mine is official. I say Ruby. So we got three different ones here. I'm okay. Okay. All right. So next. Paul White versus QT Marshall. This one can go so many ways. I mean, you got the big show. <laughs> the big show Paul, doesn't Paul, exist Paul, anymore. Paul, oh, Paul White, I should say. Paul, Paul White. no, Paul, no BS. No BS White, right. <laughs> I mean, he's not going to be a regular wrestler. But for him to win the match could make sense, being that QT Marshall is pretty much not necessarily a job guy, but it doesn't hurt him to lose a match. Whereas, whereas, losing it. Sorry, they're losing their mind for Nick Gage. Continue. Oh yeah, no doubt. So whereas QT Marshall winning this match kind of pushes him in the direct toward in the direction that he needs to go to. Mm. So this one is pretty much a hard pick for me, but I'll go with QT Marshall because mm. oh, it, it makes, it makes better. It makes to me, it makes better sense story-wise line story storyline wise to have him win, especially since, Big Show is not going to be a regular presence in the ring. So, yeah. I would go with Marshall 
only if it means um, a bigger push for the gun club since the gun club turned heel. Okay. Um, if, if that's not the case, the big show all day. Okay. But you gotta, so you say big show. So okay. pretty much I say big show. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So next we have John Moxley versus Satoshi Kojima. <laughs> James, you just look like you stuck. You look like you. Oh, no. I know who's going to win this one. I, I, I know who's going to win this one. This is clearly Moxley. Yeah, yeah, that's what I say. I say Mox. This is clearly and, Moxley. And, and look, Kojima, uh, you know, Kojima came through the forbidden door to Impact first. And he's wrestled some great matches on Impact. Right. All that he lost. Right. Okay, so this will be no different because it's going to be an excellent match. Oh, it's going to be an excellent match. Okay, and plus the fact, Jim, and plus the fact, it was somebody that he didn't want. Moxley exactly. didn't want him. Exactly. Moxley, exactly. Moxley want Moxley wants Suzuki. That's the no. Match. No, 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 Moxley, no, no. Moxley, Moxley was supposed to be in a match with Suzuki before he left before COVID. Yeah, but that's not the setup. The setup is Moxley wants Tanahashi and the tight and the uh, U.S. title back. Now he does. That yeah, that's now what yeah yeah that's what this is still building towards. Okay, right. So yeah, so to yeah, so to me, but yeah, I mean, but originally. But originally, before all this U.S. title stuff, Moxley wanted Suzuki because that was the match that was supposed to happen at Wrestle Kingdom before COVID started. So so that's what. So I mean, yeah, he eventually wants Tanahashi in the belt. But but even look at the build. Look look at the build from New Japan Resurgence. Okay, that was all about him and Tanahashi. Right. It was all about him and Tanahashi, and this is still. All about him and Tanahashi, right? Okay? Uh, yeah, Suzuki's gonna come, trust me, because I can't wait to see that because it's but gonna now, be hard hit. But now, here's the thing here's the thing this weekend, and I didn't mention this earlier, but this weekend is supposed to be Tanahashi versus Kota Ibushi for the U.S. title, yeah, Grand Slam. Yeah, that happened, that happened earlier today, that happened earlier today. So, I haven't seen the match, I don't know how it came out. Uh, I know the results, so please. Yeah, Tanahashi retains. I figured that. I figured that yeah. would happen. Yeah, okay. yeah. My biggest, so. my biggest, my biggest surprise was Jeff Jeff Cobb beating uh beating Rainmaker. No, Jeff Cobb is Jeff Cobb has been beating Rainmaker for a while now. Yeah, so so that, that's, that's, that was, that's been happening but, for a while. But, now. Yeah, but that was still my surprise on this grudge match. But anyway, uh, so uh, uh you're going Moxley as well, KJ? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. So uh, we're 100% on, I mean, we're 100% on that. Next, AEWT, uh, AEW TNT Championship, um, God's favorite wrestler, Miro versus Eddie Kinston. Did y'all hear what, uh, what, uh, I think it was Tony Khan said on a, on a group call early this week about the TNT Championship? What? Don't ever exactly. call it a mid card championship. It's not a mid card championship. Yeah, somebody called it a mid card championship, yeah. and he went off on the phone. He should have. 
Don't ever look call at, it a mid card. Yeah. So what look is the, so so what is it if it's not a mid card championship? It can be a secondary. It's not mid card. It's kind of more along the lines of what the Intercontinental Championship used to mean. Exactly. It's a king. It's a it's a it's a it's a maker. It's a make your career championship. Look what it did. Look at what it did for Darby Allen. And look what who it's at, currently. Who, who at the time was a mid card. Yeah, but and but look what it's doing to Miro. It's reshaping who, who when he won it was a mid card. I right. get your point. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's elevating. It's, it, 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 I understand that it elevates you, but I mean again, that's what a mid card championship is supposed to do. Okay. Now, if he won't now look, I've had this discussion. I had a whole show about this discussion. Okay, what makes a world championship a world championship? Okay, now if he wants to call the TNT championship, uh, not he say that it's not a mid card championship. Fine, it's his belt. He can do. He can call it whatever he wants to. You know, <laughs> he could put a chokehold on it and call it blue dog shit for all I exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Pretty much. Pretty much. But I mean, you put lipstick on a pig; it's still a pig. Okay, think about this. We're going. Let's take a trip back in time, and we're not going to go that far. We. Just, I'm just going to go back to attitude there. Okay, you had The Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H, all vying for the Intercontinental Championship, going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. What did that do? They were all mid-carders. Then all of a sudden, they broke out of that mode, and the next thing you know, you got all three of them vying for a world championship, kicking each other's ass. It made for great wrestling. When you have a stepping stone like a – secondary belt and it's used for what it should be used for it makes the business better because everybody has not only the brass ring but you also can say i got the brass ring but i can go and get the golden ring too but see you can't make the comparison to from the intercontinental championship to and the tna championship because there was a time when the Intercontinental Championship was more important than the WWF Championship. Yeah, that's because Brock was never around. No, I'm talking about Attitude <laughs> Era, Golden Era, the whole shit. The, in, the, in, Actually, the Intercontinental Championship. I, I, I can make the argument that the Intercontinental Championship at the beginning of the 80s when Pedro Morales and Don Morocco were feuding for the title was a bigger championship than Bob Backlund's uh, title ring. My so, point, I mean, exactly. You know, my so, point. That's my um, point. Yeah. The Intercontinental okay, okay. Championship made people. Wait, wait, but wait. it was a mid card championship. Okay. Mid card wrestlers won the belt and got built into the main card. Time out. But, time out. Yeah. Time out. What did you just say? I, now, see, you went back further. Then I knew. Now, of course, I know the story of the Intercontinental mm-hmm. Championship. Pat Patterson, first Intercontinental Champion that won it at a match that never happened. And I didn't know that didn't happen until I hit my 30s. My whole life, I believed this match happened. <laughs> I found out in my 30s that it didn't happen. 
Oh, it's funny that it was in Puerto Rico, so nobody was. Nobody no, thought. no, it would no, it, no. Remember, it was in Buenos Aires. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Buenos, Buenos Aires, where really nobody saw it. Right. <laughs> but so hold on, you saying in the early '80s, the Intercontinental Championship was more was more. It was the bigger. feud. It was the feud. Pedro Morales, former WWF champion, uh, won the title from uh from pat patterson okay and his matches were more exciting his matches were more important than the uh run-of-the-mill by backland matches the run-of-the-mill run-of-the-mill by backland matches went first match against an opponent disqualification second match match against uh second match against against an opponent okay count out Third match of opponent against the opponent, Bob Ackland wins. Okay, it went that way with him and Stan Hansen. It went that way uh, way with him and uh, him him and Jimmy Superfly Snooker. It went that way with him and Greg Greg the Hammer Valentine. That's just the way Vince Senior wrote it out. But the matches for the Intercontinental Intercontinental Championship were amazing. The feud, the year plus long feud between the magnificent Morocco managed by the grand wizard and, uh, and Pedro Morales, who was a, who was a main eventer were incredible. And that's what, that's what, that was the feud that made the intercontinental championship, what it was as the title that you looked at, before you looked at you know that it was a title title match that you look forward to as opposed to the world title ma- as opposed to the wwf title match i mean think about think about the randy savage years think about the tito santana years think about the greg valentine years you look more forward to those matches than seeing some fucking hulk hogan match okay okay and which hence them calling it the workhorse championship mm. now kg you grew you grew up in this era, so I'm gonna ask you something. The time you just you just brought it up: Stone Cold, Triple H, and The Rock, mm-hmm. all going after the Intercontinental Championship, right? Mm-hmm. At the same time, going up against each other, trading belts back and forth, making themselves into main eventers, right? Mm-hmm. Who was the world champion during that time? Shawn Michaels. They went back and forth between first it was Sean and Brett, then the Undertaker had a run in there. It was it, it switched hands an awful lot, but it was Shawn Michaels because what was that WrestleMania after WrestleMania fourteen was the formation of DX, and WrestleMania fourteen was what ninety seven. Okay, so with, yeah. them, with them switching those belts back and forth as much as they did, why would they do that? Why wouldn't they put the belt on one guy? On for like a year long, year and a half long run, and just let him defend the belt and build that belt up, rather than concentrating on your three main up and comers for a mid card belt. Well, yeah. outside, I was going to say outside of uh, Sean being an uncontrollable prick at the time. I love the word prick. <laughs> but he was also hurt. Remember, he, he was dealing with back issues, and it got worse in that casket match with uh, The Undertaker. So he was also hurt. So you had to build – there was no other star. 
the screw job had already happened. Brett's gone. There's no other star. So you had to build a star. They built a star from scratch, pretty Which much. Which is what you're supposed to do. Right. And Which is what the intercontinental belt is for. Mm-hmm. You turn Flash Kavana, uh, Flex Kavana into The Rock. You turn the ringmaster into Stone Cold Steve Austin. You turn the snobby Hunter Hearst Helmsley into Triple H. And then you had arguably two of the most influential factions. And, and let's be for real. They turned themselves into that. Right. That's they, true. They turned themselves into that. And you had two of the most influential factions in wrestling history, in my opinion, in DX and the Nation of Domination. All in the four in, in the center of that, and then Stone Cold as a loner on the outside, and then you not to mention his feud with Pillman. And you know, the 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 the, the F bomb on TV and things like that. Man, it, it just made for such good TV, period. And then, then they took it to the next level when they started feuding for the WWF Championship. When it was just one belt, one belt. Monday right. Night Raw as, rolled as over it, as it should be. Okay, but, guys, guys, guys. Look, I'm sorry. Let's get it back. Get it back in focus. We're talking <laughs> AEW all out. Okay. So okay, let's, uh, bring, let's bring it back. The TNT bring it back. Championship is a mid card title. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what we were trying to get. I know that's what you were trying to get to, okay? So, who wins the match? I got Miro. I got Miro. Uh, they, they've done a great wrestling? job. Eddie Kinston. Yeah, I got I got, I got, got Miro, too, because, I mean, they've Eddie, done K- a great Eddie Kinston wouldn't be hurt taking that tail. So, yeah, that just they, builds him up. They've done a great job in – Building Miro to what he's what he is, and he's done a great job carrying it with that TNT title. So, no, nah, I don't see them. I don't see them uh, getting off that path, and not for Eddie Kingston as much as I as much as I am a Eddie Kingston Mark because I am Eddie Kingston Mark. Okay, uh, NW. I mean, sorry, AEW World Tag Team Championship Cage Match: The Young Bucks versus Lucha Brothers. I'm gonna go Lucha Brothers. I think I think the I think the Young Bucks need to drop that belt. It wouldn't hurt them to drop the belt. I agree. I agree. Uh, KJ, I was gonna say the Young Bucks, but I, I guess I'm on the limb with that. But I'm gonna say the still say the Young Bucks. Okay, here's where I'm split. All right. If we're talking straight up booking, I would say the Lucha Brothers because it's been fine time for the Lucha Brothers to have a run with those titles. Okay? If I'm adding the surprise element into this, okay, the cage match, the way they've built the Young Bucks defending the title in a cage was for the elite to not be able to interfere in their matches. Okay? If I were to put over the Young Bucks in a cage match, it's because the cage didn't account for one longtime member of the elite. Making his debut at All Out. Now, 
Hmm. Would you happen to be talking about the villain, Marty Skrull? No, no, Marty ain't. Marty ain't. Look, look, look. Marty needs about two more years of rehabilitation before he, uh, you know, before he sets foot in a major federation. As I much as I'm know. a Marty, well, as much as I'm a Marty Skrull fan, but that's not a lot of but that's, not, but that's not who I am talking about. Oh, okay. Well, well, mm, he was, wait a minute. He was never elite. He was bullet club, but he was never elite. But he's still close to them. Yeah, ladies and true, gentlemen, I'm talking true. about Adam Cole. Okay, you're talking about Adam, Adam Cole, Cole, who is a free agent. All right, what perfect way to surprise everybody and bring Adam Cole into AEW by making by having him join forces with his friends back from the dead, right? Back from the dead, <laughs> not the ghost to Adam Cole, not the ghost to Adam Cole for all of for all of my being the elite fans, not the ghost to Adam Cole, but the Adam Cole. For real, uh, helping the Young Bucks retain the titles. Now, for oh, KG, for, for, for KG's edification, while you while you're looking at GCW, oh yeah, <laughs> you you saw that old shit. <laughs> yeah, I saw the, I yeah, saw the yeah, old yeah, shit yeah. face. Okay, so Adam Cole, while he was in Ring of Honor, was pretty much the Bullet Club representative in Ring of Honor. He was like a Bullet Club leader. So anybody that came from Bullet Club came through Adam Cole. Now, Adam Cole had a three-man little sub-faction with the Young Bucks. But when he was getting ready to leave to go to WWE on the BET or being the elite YouTube uh, show that they have, they actually killed off Adam Cole on being the elite show. And every now and again, they bring him up talking about – when they bring him up, they talk about, oh, the – Rest in peace, Adam Cole, or, you know, we killed off Adam Cole or whatever, you know, the, the case may be. So that's what he's talking about when he says, you know, they killed off Adam Cole. So they could, it, it's possible that they could resurrect him and make him the newest member of the elite. Yeah. So, but, but my vote goes to the Lucha Brothers winning the titles. Okay. Uh, just because. I can if Adam Cole signs with AEW, which I honestly feel that he's going to sign with AEW, they might hold off until Arthur Ashe. And the reason why I say they're going to hold off until <coughs> Arthur Ashe, and I'll bring that up uh, as we get to as we get further into our predictions. So, Lucha Brothers. Now, going back to Arthur Ashe. Now, you know. In the videos that they're doing for um, Ruby Soho, if you look at the first video that she did on YouTube, the train ticket that she has in her hand is going from Orlando to Penn Station, New York. New York. Yeah, I know. I know. So I don't think they're it's yeah. possible. It's possible that she may not show up in Chicago. That she Very may show possible. up in. Arthur Ash. It's very possible, but I think she's going to show up tomorrow. Mm. Which is another reason why I didn't pick her. <laughs> All right. So next we have. Ah, 
AEW Women's Championship, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Chris Statlander. Do we really need to waste time on this one? No, no. not at all. <laughs> no. Not at all. They are not taking that belt off of her. No. She is one of the hottest acts in wrestling right now. I don't see them moving off the... I see a great match because Chris Statlander can give her a great match. But not now. You can't take this belt belt off her now. The only time you need to take this belt off for her, okay? And uh, and look, no, I'm not stealing this from uh, you know, from my boys over uh, you know, at the um, uh, um, at the psycho uh, psycho babble podcast. I feel this way as well. There's only two wrestlers that need to take the belt off of Britt Baker. Nala Rose and who? Nope. Thunder Rosa. Okay. And uh and Jay Cardo. That's it. Right now, with who's on that roster right now, that's it. So you know, I see you giving me that look. So you know what that means by me saying that? Long title reign for Britt Baker. That's oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. No, I, I, see, I see, I see Thunder Rosa. I see Thunder Rosa. Mm -hmm. But Jade ain't ready yet. No, not that's yet. Exactly. Say. But that's what I'm saying. That's the reason why I said long title reign for Britt Baker. But I, like I said, I do see them until giving it to Jade Nyla is Rose. Ready. Until Jade is ready. I don't see them. I, I think Nyla Rose time with that title is done for a minute. It's really done for a minute. Well, it's been okay. a minute. It's yeah. been a long minute. And ain't coming back for a while. The only two, the only two that's gonna take that belt off of Britt is the two that I mentioned. And the next time, the next time Britt Baker and Nyla and uh, Thunder Rosa face each other, not, uh, Britt Baker is winning the match. Oh, I don't oh, see anybody God. taking that belt off of her anytime exactly. soon. I mean, she's she's done too much, and has built herself up too high. To take that belt off of her, I mean, exactly, come on. exactly. All those exactly. blood matches that she's had, yeah. Her promos have gotten better. Her charisma has gotten better, and her man about to show up. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I mean, look, look, look. This Wednesday night when they did the whole free agent thing, and she said she resigned. To me, that was almost a tip off that Adam Cole is coming. Oh yeah. Why are you going to troll like that if he's not? You know what I mean? Mm. So, all right. All right. Chris Jericho versus MJF with uh, Chris Jericho's career on the line. What you think, Nubian? Look, he's sweating already. I don't yeah, see yeah, them. Yeah. No, I, no, I don't see them ending. I don't see them ending the streak. They've built oh, up. Mm -hmm. I don't see them. They they've built up MJF like Andre the Giant. He is an attraction. Mm -hmm. Okay. He only he, how many times a year does he actually wrestle? I mean, this is the most that he's wrestled in AEW since he got to AEW. Okay, so I don't see them take. I don't see them taking his streak away from him. 
they would have this would have to be something very significant plus the fact jericho has a tour coming up that he keeps putting off because of COVID. the cruise is about to start here in october if i'm not mistaken i mean he got jericho has too much going on outside of the ring to have him win this match and for him to win this match and then end up leaving and put and, and pretty much burying what they've been doing for the past two years two plus years with mjf it makes no sense so i'm going with mjf no. all right no. kj no no i'm sorry now you're talking about career now granted we've seen career ending matches and things like that and they come back six months later you know right but jericho right now to lose this match no no i i get it yeah he he got the cruise he got a tour uh if i'm not mistaken fozzy got a new song out yeah no no he can still win this and still go do all those things it's this is this is fine this is fine he can disappear for a month or two but he doesn't make, need he doesn't need the win though. Yeah, but he doesn't need the loss either. This is not what does it what does it gain for him to win this match? To keep his momentum going. What momentum? It's Jericho. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? What momentum? I mean, they built him up with those first uh those first four matches in the trials of Jericho to set him up to lose against mjf so what momentum does he really have are you not a jericho-holic do you not believe hey i love jericho <laughs> okay as far as i'm concerned jericho has one of the top three entrances in wrestling history period and i'm talking about he's got two of the top three i can agree <laughs> with that okay so uh... i mean for him for him to actually win this match is a waste of a match in my opinion why give it to him not exactly okay i'm actually going with jericho in this one but let me See, explain why that man's explain why let me explain why okay this will be a screw job ending this will be a screw job ending you've already had jericho lose to this man three times all right so you have Jericho win the match with the screw job ending. It has a screw job ending will have no effect on MJF. And then it can continue the MJF story. Like, say, for example, um, <clears throat> Wardlow causes him the match. So you talk about a Wardlow turn? Which is which has been fine time for a while now. Okay, you can play you can play into that, all right, uh, or, or you can play into my wet dream, all right, uh, which would be, uh, you know, which would be a, uh, you know, him losing him losing by, uh, you know, by some fuckery, all right, to Jericho, and then, uh, you know, in the following episode of, uh, you know, of of dynamite he brings in someone to make sure that his career stays on track 
a man by the name of the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Mm, that's a stretch for me. Nah, not not. That's a stretch for me, especially since Tully is in the pinnacle. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Tully manages. Tully doesn't manage the pinnacle. Tully manages FTR. FTR, right? But, but, but. They are, I mean, even though it's a bigger faction, they are modeling themselves after the horsemen. So even though, even though, even though J.J. Dillon managed Tully Blanchard, he was a de facto manager of Flair, Arn, and Ole. Understandable, but Flair, Tully, think about it. I got one thing to say. Preach, preacher. Okay, sorry, but Jericho wins. It's, this match, it's, it's right? still it's still a, it's still a stretch to me. I'm sorry. Oh. Well, I'll, I'll let you have it, but it's a stretch. What? That it's right there. Oh my goodness, that right there was just. Oh my. Only because he agreed with you. Come on, man, get off that. Come on, come on. It, it doesn't matter. It was powerful. Did you hear how he said it with conviction? He ain't gonna be Woo. here next week. Stop riding. Woo. what's the next match y'all full of shit so okay so uh just because i think the um just because i think cm punk and darby allen is going to close out this show um that's my look that's my prediction Okay. What? And that's gonna be, huh? Yeah. What? That's gonna be the match. That's gonna be the match to close out the show. What? How, however, however, this match could close out the show as well, which is of course the AEW World Championship match between um, World Champion Kenny Omega and Impact World Champion uh, Christian Cage, gentlemen. Omega retains. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I KG. mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> KG. The, re- the reason you give the reason you give Christian the Impact World Title is to make this match even more interesting, right? And the fact that he has he has a win over Kenny Omega, right? Okay. So, uh, but I agree. All right. Uh, he wins this match. All right, he beats he he beats Christian, and then as he's celebrating after the match, the final countdown hits. Yep, and this is where you'll see the debut of Daniel Bryan. Daniel I mean, of 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 uh, Brian Danielson. Yeah, that's yeah. that looker. That's that looker talking. Yeah, Brian Danielson. <laughs> that's where you see the debut of Brian Danielson. Hmm. I like it, but I'm still going with Christian Cage. Sorry. <laughs> but I do like it. I do like it. Mm. Yeah. All right. Let, so let so now we that. yeah. So now we get to our main event and also GCW update. Uh the uh, Art of War games is over. Okay. 
Murder, well, wait, death, wait, 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 CW World Heavyweight Champion Matt Cardona. Does he have that belt? He has a spin. He has he has the, the spinner. spinner belt, the spinner belt, and he's wearing a he's wearing a Macho King style crown. Now, okay, KG, you probably haven't seen this. I seen the spinner belt. You saw the spinner belt. I seen it on Twitter. I was the like, new, what did he do? The new, the new, no, the new GCW. Universal Championship Spinner Belt, and then he, when he did it, he played John Cena's uh, music in the background when he was spinning mm -hmm. it. Right, and he, and actually today, uh, you know, they, there was this, uh, you know, there was this meet and greet set uh, uh, session, and the John Cena music hit, and who walked out? Matt Cardona, and he was doing this. Mm -hmm. Oh, but I'm mad that he does the uh, his old oh, music oh, oh. to lead into his uh, new music when he comes and out. He, and he's wearing the old style Macho Man Randy Savage shades with the Macho with the Macho King T-shirt. You got some distortion in your mic, um, Perry. Is it bad? It's yeah, it's all uh, it's not bad, but it's bad enough. Hold on. Okay. This happens on his show too, so it's all good. You know, he got to check on that gerbil that's doing his wet wildfire. <laughs> <laughs> we can't hear you. You muted. You on mute? How I sound? There you yeah, go. That's a little better. Yes. Perfect. All right. So, uh, Macho King T-shirt, Macho King hat, Macho Man glasses. And this is the open challenge. So I'm curious to see who's going to come to the ring uh, as we get to the CM Punk prediction. That we it's, it's most likely going to be a mid-card or a jobber, just like it was the last time he did his open challenge. I, well, with him being – with this being the last match of the night, I should hope not. I would hope not, but, I mean, it, it might be somebody like uh, Jimmy Lloyd or somebody like that. You know, not necessarily – a Jimmy, higher, a higher, yeah. higher mid-carder. I hope not it's not. I'll say this. I, Jimmy Lloyd lost last night to G. Raver, so I'm hoping it's not Jimmy Lloyd. So, uh, and, and I'm really hoping it's not G. Raver. So, uh, for, you know, for all you, uh, you know, for you, um, um, uh, uh, GCW marks that know who we're talking about. Y'all got to get on GCW. I'm telling you that right now. But look, yeah, because yeah. uh, Perry put, I mean, I found GCW on a, on a humbug, but Perry was the one that actually put me on GCW and convinced me to start watching it. And it is, they, they do a very good job. You know, I will put them in the top echelon of independent wrestling yeah. right now because they, they do are. So they, they do are, so much. Mm -hmm. I mean, for AEW to be as diverse or inclusive as they say they are, GCW's been doing it for a long time. Yep. I mean, they have a whole, they have a whole show of black wrestlers. They have a whole show of LBGQ wrestlers. I mean, they have a whole show of like hardcore wrestlers. 
the uh, blood sport is more of, of the uh, MMA style type rest, wrestling. I mean, it's it, they, they, they're just so diverse and they do so much, and it's just it's just incredible the, the way they do that they do it. And I mean, I don't know. I have so much res more respect for Joey Janela now, you know, off of this, um, off of him because this is because this is a Joey Janela production, pretty much. Joey's, you know, the spring break. I mean, this is, you know, this is the, you know, this is the promotion that made him a star. Right. But, you know, but look, look, and here's a beautiful thing. And I'll just go ahead and say this before we get into our, our main event prediction, which we all know who we're going to pick. Um, this is one of the best times in a long time to be a fan of professional wrestling Definitely. because you have this amount of variety. Uh, where you, where if you're complaining because about the WWE, what the fuck you complaining about? You don't have to watch them, right? Okay, because I mean, <clears throat> nine times out of what the fuck? Uh oh, <laughs> that wasn't too good. I'm not exactly sure. All right, CM Punk versus yeah, CM Punk versus uh, versus uh, Darby uh, Allen. Darby Allen, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we all agree. Um, we going with Punk. Got to be Punk. Yeah, it's his town. It's yeah. his town. It's the main event. It's his first match in. Darby Allen won't be hurt by the, by the loss, and it's just gonna be a it's just gonna be a knockdown drag out match. You know, it might put Darby Allen over a little bit more. Oh, it is going to put Darby Allen over. It is. Yeah. This going this going to put this going to put him pretty much. This going to solidify him as a main eventer. Yeah. Yeah. Win or lose, uh, win or lose. Uh, this is a further star making match for Darby Allen. Right. He, the the only the only thing that will fuck this match up is Darby Allen. If he does, if he comes in and he phones this in and does his usual shit. You know, and doesn't and doesn't put forth the best effort that he can, which he probably will. I'm, I'm sure he will, because that's just Darby Allen. Uh, the only thing that would mess this up is him. Yeah, if I agree. Dar Darby Allen would have to screw Darby Allen in order to mess this up. I totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, but uh, either way, this is going to be a you know. This has already been a great weekend to be a professional wrestling fan. And tomorrow night's show, um, you know, is further going to cement that. So, I mean, I'm really looking. Hell, the last you know, month. Yeah. The last month of wrestling. Yeah. Has just been outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. Between all of the main, the major shows that's been going on and um, in, in independent wrestling and all the pay-per-views that's been going on. So, I mean, just. It's just been it's just been a great time yeah. uh, this whole month, and and just looking forward to what's going to happen next. You know, is this going to continue? No, no, I totally agree. Totally agree. Woo. Okay. Um. Wow. <laughs> we going on three hours, fellas. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I looked at guys. I apologize for being so long winded, but I love wrestling, bro. No, no, and, no, 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 uh, no, no, no. See, yeah. I appreciate the fact that you pretty much took over because, as much as I'm into, into independent wrestling, there's things that you know that I don't know, 
And I and since you lead your show, you know, it's uh I wanted to put you in the forefront, A as a guest, B as being as knowledgeable as you are, and C just you having the experience of leading the show. I mean, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just here as I'm just here as your tag team part. I just pick up, <laughs> I'm just here for the hot tag when you need it, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's all good. Well, look, I'm just here to run the board. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, well, look, look, gentlemen. Uh, look, thank you for look, thank you for the invite. Um, you know, it, it, you know, I, like I said, I love wrestling. Okay, I mean, this is this is passion for me, and so you know, I love when I'm able to, you know, talk to other wrestling fans, especially talk to other, you know, talk to black wrestling fans as well, and you know, to share you know you know to sh you know to share the knowledge to share the opinion and just share the fun man so you know thank you for you know thank you for you know giving me that opportunity to come come through today so all right and uh give give your show a plug one more plug you know because oh, yes, so yes, anybody, yes, yes. anybody that's joined us in the middle you know so give, give it to them uh straight to tape unapologetic conversation uh, we'll be back on on October the uh, October the third, uh, so definitely check us out. You can find us on all your favorite podcasts and platforms. Uh, you can you know check us out on you know on our Facebook page, Straight to Tape. Uh, you know uh, most of our video you know most of our um, episodes are in the video video section. Uh, check out our YouTube page, S2T Media. We got some extended content over there. Uh, you know and. You know, come through, come through. You know, we have fun. We talk it. You know, we talk it, and we talk it hard. And we just, you know, uh, you know, we happy when you join us. You know what I mean? So, you know. So shout out, shout out to my man Quake. You know, Big Rob, Rob the actual. Shout out to Tico, my man. Hey, hey man, you need to, you need to get back on that uh, life. The life coach shit, man. Oh damn! Heard, yeah, we ain't heard, yeah, we ain't heard yeah, from the life coach yeah, in a while, yeah, man. Yeah. I need, I, I, I'm needing you, man. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm miss, I'm missing. I need some enlightenment in my life, man. And go you know, ahead, go, go Bishop, ahead, go Bishop, ahead. Bishop Omega. You know where you at, man? You know you ain't been around a while, and um, yo, Bishop's doing his thing, okay? Bishop's doing his <laughs> thing. But yo, be on the lookout. I mean, Bishop, yo, yo, Bishop got some stuff coming. So, yeah, but 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 go ahead, but go ahead, go ahead, get out of the way. Go ahead and get out of the way. Hi, Keisha. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say. Oh my goodness. How you doing, baby? I miss you, girl. I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna, as soon as we get off the show, I'm gonna hit you up on uh, IG, on uh, on instant on instant messages. I'm gonna hit you up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Update. Update. A bunch of druid cats are are walking their way to the ring in black outfits. Okay. Um. Whoa. Whoa. So the match hasn't started yet. No, he already beat some mark. Well, I told you. Who's the mark? Raver. Death match. Oh my goodness. Guess what? Now G Ravers coming to the ring. Okay. So I think he's about to challenge. <sighs> anyway. Okay. <laughs>
I, I was hoping it'd be a real big surprise and it ended up being someone that already works for the company. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, thank yo, yo, thank you for, uh, you know, you know, you know, thank you for allowing me to come through, you know, and bless the show. Shouts out to my man, Mr. Everything. Yes. Mr. Andrews. Thank you for coming through. Thank you for coming through, bro. I mean, I mean, you know, you you just you just came off of uh, a show, and you're about to leave to go to another show. And safe travels to you. I appreciate you coming on, man. You know, that was a very nice surprise for me because I had no idea that they kept that from me. So, you know, <laughs> it's, in my, it's, in my con it's in my contract that I'm supposed to know these things, but no. you know, I'll, I'll accept that one. I won't. I won't call Stephen P. New on that one. So I'll, I'll I had let to that sit one slide. on that. I had I'll, to sit on that I'll all that, day. I'll let that one slide. Okay. I appreciate that. One. I didn't even tell the boss BJ about that. <laughs> nobody, when, when Perry called me this morning, nobody knew. I was like, all right, let me hurry up and get this stuff done. I had to do grandpa duties before I came in the house. And I was like, all right, I got that done. Let's get it done. And then when he popped on, I was like, yes, it happened. And it just, I don't, man, it just, it made this day 10 times better. I'll say that. And thank you, Perry, for setting that up. No doubt. No doubt. And well, thank you for setting it up, Perry, but thank you for taking uh, control of the mothership tonight. Cause I, I've sat back <laughs> and I've been in all of you and I've learned so much in a short amount of time. And I always say when you come on, you got to have your pen and your paper ready. Cause number one, talking about the Intercontinental Championship, that right there, I didn't know that. Number two, watching you host this show and ins and outs and, and moving in and out of everything. I host every show that we have on the platform. And I'm always grateful to learn from somebody else that does the same thing. And I've sat here and I've been taking notes and learning tonight. I didn't have to say much, which was great. But I, I, I just sat and I watched you. I watched everything that you did and I took notes on how to make myself better. So I appreciate everything you've done. Not just today, but always. Look, man, look, look. Hey, y'all family, okay? So anytime, <clears throat> y'all, you know I'm going to call away, okay? You know I'm going to call away. You know, whatever you need me to come through, just let me know, bro. I'm here. I'm here. Appreciate that. All right, KG, let them know where we are, man. Well... You can also you can always hit us on we on YouTube sideline junkies Instagram and Twitter sideline junkies Facebook sideline junkies colon podcast. Oh shit! <laughs> Wait a minute! Oh okay. Somebody that showed up. Yeah, one of the druids just so happened to be John Boxley. Oh shit! Because mm. remember, this whole feud started because it was supposed to be John Moxley coming after uh Nick Gage and it ended up being Matt Cardona. So now John Moxley's there and he, and he's holding up some lighting tubes right now. And mm. he's about to uh yeah get into yeah I love wrestling. Yeah I yeah I, I truly love this shit for real. And he and there we go. Ooh 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 and one two Three, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a new GCW World Heavyweight Champion, and his name is John Fucking Moxley. Mm, mm, mm. Now, 
Will the GCW title appear on AEW? Yes. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see on that. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see on that. I say yes. Yeah. But I mean, um, you've had you've had Nick Gage on the show. You got Joey Janela as contracted under AEW. I don't the op, the forbidden door is there. Mm-hmm. Why why not why not bring that belt? I mean, they've had the NWA belt. Why not mm-hmm. have the GCW belt? Why not? Exactly. And this is a great way to the end US, this. Show. US US the IWGP US title. Why not have the GCW yeah. belt? Why not bring you know, why not have it? I can agree. Well, you can also catch us on Facebook, Sideline Junkies, Colon Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and on what I do, Sideline Junkies 24-7. So. And Nick Gage is coming to the ring! <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> oh, man. Well, I guess that's it for us. We done put in some serious, serious overtime tonight. Sorry, no I kept you, sorry, I kept you guys so long, man. But you know that's how it goes. You know, I no, I mean, mad. hey, we I'm always mad, we, always, we always talk about how long our shows run, and then him always wants to have thirty minute shows. So you know, <laughs> him 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 will be all right. Him downstairs. You gonna talk him. about me like I ain't got no fucking name? <laughs> him, him. <laughs> Him can have his milk and cookies <laughs> with his hairy nipples. <laughs> hey, leave him alone. He out there making that money. Uh, he should be back next week. I think his tour only lasts until Thursday, so he'll be fine. <laughs> All so. right. No, you got, I got to be subjugated to his fuckery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, normally, we say we don't do no overtime, but tonight was well-needed overtime. Thank you to everybody that joined and listened. Uh, thank you for listening on the replay. For the Nubian Sumo, C. Perry II, I'm the big guy, KG. We are out of here. The first buy your bonds, bitches. Konnichiwa. <laughs> <laughs>